Welcome to Profiles in Eccentricity, a show about weirdos, with your hosts, John Fahey, Aaron Peter, and Matt Brutzone. Hello folks, welcome to Profiles in Eccentricity, it's a show about weirdos, doggone it. My name is John Fahey, your host... My name is John Boy, and it is John Boy time, I'm afraid. Seated across from me, acting the fool, as always, my friend, Chief of the Debauchee Tribe. <laughs> hey, that's a good one. Hey, okay. Aaron Joseph Pita. My people are tired. Your people are tired. Oh, We've been debauching for many <laughs> moons. That's right, that's right. Shout out to Dodger that came up with that joke. Dodger, oh God! Wasn't that Shut, good work? You, you know, I want to just I want to share with the the profiles community. Mm-hmm. Dodger, um, Dodger sends me and John and Matt <laughs> mm-hmm. a lot of Instagram posts. Yeah, like just direct messages them to us. Yeah, but half of them, over half of them, you have to be they're private and you have to be following them. Yeah, <laughs> so I just get a lot of this post is unavailable. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like I'm a like, stream. Yeah, and every once in a while I'll get like an onion post from him, and I, I I sincerely appreciate it. Yeah, um, but it is a little bit of a tease when I'm not following. But these. that came from Joe. My friend Joe would say he was he was tired because he's from Buff he's from Rochester tired. Buffalo area tired and Dodger was like you say that weird you say it like you're Native American like my people are tired oh god it's so fucking so good um, Aaron to your right and my left uh, good looking son of a bitch oh, handsome, handsome Matt Brousseau mm. hello mm. how are you yeah good how are you I'm good nice? thank you isn't that nice that is good and that a sp- sweet sweet boy. Yeah, super sweet. So fucking sweet. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I think I'm getting a cavity. Uh, we do uh, have a, a, a really good time on the uh, on the Patreon, if mm-hmm. you're not subscribed yet. We got a shitload of comments on that last Chopped Up Jukebox. That was very nice, you guys. Thank oh, you. that was fun. We love you. Um, it's a party. Sometimes we just bullshit with each other. Uh, Richard Park, not a, not a huge music guy, no, told no. me those are his favorite Patreon episodes. Uh, you do get another episode per week if you subscribe to the Patreon for $5 a month or more. Uh, and, uh, yeah, get on there. and Price uh, of a uh, cup of coffee. Yeah, get on there and get, you know, another, like, what, what, we're, probably, we're, talking, we're probably talking about like another nine, uh, what, no, no. Probably talking about like another six hours of entertainment a month. At least a good six something, hours of entertainment. Something like that, you know? And for the price of a cup of coffee. Yeah. Looser, uh, you know, kind oh, yeah. of uh, wackier. A little, you know, um, not constrained to a profile. Perhaps a little more in our cups. In our, um, certainly. Does that mean yes. drunk? Yes, that's uh-huh. exactly what that means. Also too. in our element, you know? In our element, yeah. We're just, we're just talking about whatever. Just cruising. You know, whatever tickles our fancy. Absolutely. Uh, Comics. Porno. Pornos. Your yeah. red light district. Absolutely, yeah. Um, occasionally we do have other profiles on there. We have Sometimes. Aaron explains it all. We have a connections. Oh God, I love a connection. I love connections. I love a connection. I I'm sorry, I gotta do. do another one soon. You do I like it when they go from one to the other when they yeah. connect like that. Yeah. Um, and we uh, we do have the the profiles next interesting Instagram, of course. Of Please course. get on there. Uh, we're fucking around. We're having fun. People are talking to us. We're talking back to them. Please follow us on the Instagram. Don't just lurk. Please, yeah, please. send you know, send us a message. We oh, love it. We we'll correspond. Ninety well, uh, percent of the time, I think we get back to people. And pretty quick too. Pretty quick. And uh, I mean, a lot faster than fucking Tom Sizemore. I'll tell you that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're trying to get into uh, Tom Sizemore um, acting class. Uh, acting class. He's starting an acting class. We saw that on Cameo. 
which is oh, uh, of course the yeah, the app where you you download the app and you can pay celebrities pay to get to a, be your puppet. You can get basically a uh, like a, a snap yeah. uh, from a celebrity and you know send it to if you want to have. You know, fucking uh, uh, Judge Ito spice up your birthday. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can fucking, you know, not Judge Ito, but I mean, yeah, seriously, can, that maybe. level of, of of celebrity. Yeah, Judge Ito might be on there. I bet he is. Uh, Kato Kalin is. Oh, on there. absolutely, of course. Um, uh, Chris Hansen from To Catch a Predator. I'm sure he could say oh, something super. like your creepy I think, uncle. I think Fadem's on there for like ten bucks. That's, oh, a, yeah? that's a good one. Yeah, that's a good kid. Yeah, yeah, Josh Fadem. Uh, and uh, yeah, there's uh, Brett, Brett, Brett Favre. Favre. Uh, of course, Tom Sizemore. Tom Sizemore, of course. Um, a ramp. Oh, God. And uh, yeah, so we got, we got onto Tom Sizemore and uh, we, we hit him up on Instagram asking about how we can get into his acting class. So we might go to Tom Sizemore, uh, his acting class. And um, his, his Instagram is really fun. He talks about how he obviously didn't have those drugs that were in his car because he never would have consented to a search. And just um, went on a hashtag frenzy. And he went on a hashtag, but he also he also pointed to his role in Point Break as a cop to show how much he's how, familiar how, with the how, how much he's familiar with the law and how much he wouldn't have done that. And then he quotes his own movie, and then he does hashtag acting, hashtag Keanu Reeves, hashtag Point Break, hashtag Tom Sizemore, hashtag Patrick Swayze. Yeah, it was really really great. Hashtag surfing. Um, so yeah, that might become big one in the future. All three of us may be taking an acting class. Is that okay, Matt? That's fine with me. All right, add it to the pile. I've seen yeah. about. Ad- <laughs> I think it was about adding Tom to the to the show. Yeah, yeah, that's fun too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think there's room in here for uh, <laughs> Tom Sizemore. Yeah, more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and uh, hitbomb.com. Still, oh. still. Oh. People have got been, aches. People have been ordering it. It's been really right? great. Yeah, I get an email every time somebody orders something. I gave some to my dad today. That's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a CBD bomb with a you know a mixture of uh, herbal fusion things that are already pain relieving. But uh, you know, I mean, you can rub, opium, you know, cocaine. You know, but you it's you know herbal stuff like turmeric and shit like that. Like that's menthol. Like, you know, um, but you can even use it for stuff like heartburn. Um, and it's just a pain relieving bomb that's very very soothing and lovely. It smells great. It's called hitbalm.com. H i t b l b a l m dot com. Promo code my name. John Fahey, J-O-H-N-F-A-H-Y, one word, Very for nice. 15% off. Come on. Wow. Come on. Get involved. What Support the show. Deal's a deal. And, uh, you know, get your, your mother, your father, uh, some... some uh, Rub it on your dog. Put it on uh, yourself after you get hurt, and you will legitimately see a difference. Uh, I can guarantee you that. That is not a lie. Um, would I lie on here to promote something? Probably. But this one isn't one of those. Wow. That's oh. a deal. <laughs> no, legitimately, it's authentically... Really good shit, it and is. it's kind of dirt cheap. Yeah. Uh, so get involved. Fifty percent off. Hitbomb.com. Get some for your mom. Promo code John Fahey. Fifty percent off. That's pretty nice. It's pretty fucking dope, Aaron. Yeah, great. Um, I also uh want to uh say that we are uh, probably due for a media episode pretty soon. Yeah. If you like those, there's gonna be one of those coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, and today we have a real fun time because we're gonna be talking about animals. That's exactly right. I think we both maybe independently happened to get into an animal thing, and then... Uh, and then we're like, we, yeah, let's make it a little three-way animal orgy. Three-way animal orgy. That's exactly right. Do you uh, do you want to start? Who wants to start? What do you want to want to kick it off? Well, I, I'll start. I mean, are you guys kind of debauched? No. Uh, my, I don't know. Mine, mine isn't. Mine, not very. Not very. Mine's kind of nice. Okay, let's that, start sweet. Kinda, yeah, we'll start sweet. Yeah, okay. I mean, not every animal can join the army and smoke cigarettes. No, I mean, no, yeah. but this animal did join the army. He did, and I, as far as I know, did not smoke cigarettes. Hmm. 
you know, we, we've got a rich history of animal profiles on this show. That's yeah. true. You know, you've all the way back to Pablo Escobar, the cocaine bear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then we had the uh, the bear uh, Wojtek. Po- yeah, Wojtek, the Polish bear that uh, was yeah, uh, that bear Polak, terrific uh, um, soldier. Terrific uh, soldier, awarded many medals. Eight cigarettes. Eight cigarettes. Yep. At the zoo. Yeah. Um, then bro. we had Oliver the Human Z. Yes, that's mm-hmm. exactly right. We also had a, a Chuman. A, ch- a Chuman, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, the Chuman show. Uh, and then we also had a dolphin who loved getting jerked off. Yeah. Out there in the Absolutely Virgin Absolutely adored it. I loved it. I don't yeah. forget Air Bud. Uh, how could I forget Air Bud? How can anybody? Aaron, can you do me a favor for the fans at home? Can you just lower your mic a little bit so they can so see they your beautiful can see face? My face yeah, beautiful so. face. Is that 412 or something subscribers on YouTube? That's a very, like that. very that. exciting time. 412 nice. people just got a lot happier. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah, we, we are also on YouTube. Subscribe, subscribe on YouTube. Yeah, This one's going to have pictures if I do this right. Oh. oh, well, I did send you some. This is uh, this is the story. I think, you know, it's not so eccentric uh, uh, per se, but this is the story of Sergeant Stubby. Okay. And Sergeant Stubby is the most decorated dog in American military history. Is that right? It is about right, yeah. Now, I don't know if you know this, but dogs have had a rich and illustrious history in, in the military going back eons. I did not know that. The Persians, Greeks, Assyrians, Babylonians all used dogs in battle. Uh, dogs were part of Attila the Hun's forces in his 5th century European conquest. In the Middle Ages, knights would often outfit their dogs with puppy dog armor, <laughs> suits of armor. Huh? Napoleon used Fucking trained dogs excess. as sentinels in his French campaigns. Huh. Uh, in Egypt. Um, Germany had a long history of military dogs. Um, and uh, during uh, many wars, they often had the best trained canine force. They're just, you know, good good trainers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Sticklers for rules. You don't say. Um, they established the first military dog school in 1884. And by the start of World War One, they had almost seven thousand trained dogs. It's not a school ranks. run by dogs, is it? Uh, as far as I know, no. Okay. Um, I got to ask. School for dogs. Jesus. At the peak of World War One, Germany's dog forces numbered more than thirty thousand. They had messengers, drought animals, guard dogs, um, Sanitashunde, which hmm. were like uh, I think like medical med- medic dogs. Hmm. <laughs> What? Sanadashund? Uh, yeah. I mean, so, I sounds guess... like a garbage dog. Yeah. Like they sweep, like <laughs> yeah. they sweep up. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, they sweep. <laughs> With the tails. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you're it. bleeding to death, I guess the dog's not the worst thing to see. No, it's the best thing to see. Mm-hmm. Probably licking man's... your wound. Yeah. Your balls. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Uh, you know, the German shepherds. Of course. Et cetera. Uh, and also the you know, St. Bernard's where, you know, they always have like the cask of booze around them. That's in the right. That's right. Yeah, you, yeah. Find, you find someone in the, in the, in an avalanche, yeah. give them some booze. Exactly. Get them hammered. Keeps That's the right. cold out. Yep. Uh, at the start of World War One, the United States was actually one of the few participants in the war that did not have a canine How force. funny. Isn't that right? How funny. Uh, at one point, the U.S. Army borrowed uh, French trained dogs uh, for sentry duty, but, um, that plan, language. yeah, that plan was aborted because the dogs only responded to <laughs> yeah, fucking, commands in French. Geez. Yeah, and they also, you know, looked down on us. Yeah, smoking cigarettes. Yeah. And... <laughs> These fucking Americans. <laughs> um, this is the story of an American dog, Stubby. Fucking hell yeah! Uh, a stray dog, mm-hmm. somewhat a Boston Terrier. It was, it's a kind of newish breed back then. You know, as dogs are always constantly changing with uh, as, as the breeding goes on. Uh, 
he was a stray dog, Boston Terrier, and 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 an apt mascot for the U.S. military, right? Because this is the first one. Is the first modern war, right? Mm-hmm. World War One, and the U.S. was unproven, untrained, largely didn't have a standing army. Plucky. Plucky. <laughs> yes. Yeah, new kid in town. Yeah. A stray so, dog. We, amongst... we were like Scrappy Doo. Exactly. <laughs> hey, let us in there. Come on, pu- 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 puppy power. <laughs> yeah. Michelle. Yeah. Not stoned. That was Uncle Scoob. <laughs> um, so Stubby's debut was actually at the Yale Bowl in New Haven, Connecticut. And this is where um, uh, Yale's football stadium was. And um, the 102nd Infantry part of the um, New England-based 26th Yankee Division. This is where they did their basic training prior, prior to getting deployed. Mm-hmm. And Stubby just kind of, like, wandered onto the field and uh, where the soldiers were doing, like, calisthenics and whatever bullshit they did uh-huh. back then. <laughs> Burpees. And uh, <laughs> he just lingered around the camp um, and eventually kind of, like, won the crew over just mm-hmm. being a cool little dog. I've never seen a Boston Terrier. There's some pictures of stuff yeah. up there. We got some pictures. Uh, J. Robert Conroy was a 25 year old private, forged the closest bond with the mutt, and uh, pretty soon they were inseparable. Started, you know, sleeping with them and stuff. Oh God! And not like, dude. <laughs> oh yeah, he's got only, only girls do that. Thank you. Yeah, we read the Harvard study. Of course. <laughs> Even that, that even that, even that study is flawed. I mean, this is a Yale guy, but <laughs> the whole Yale thing. <laughs> so uh, it was September 1917, and uh, you know it was only a few months that he was, uh, you know, hanging out there at Yale, and the 102nd was prepared to ship out. Mm-hmm. Now, dogs were forbidden in the U.S. military. Is that right? That's right. As, as in terms of personal, you know, pups. Oh, okay. It wasn't you can't like just, some like, ship out terrible with your service animal. Mm. <laughs> uh, they but, didn't have, like, don't ask, don't tell back then yeah, about yeah, the dogs. No, you, you're a dog or a... <laughs> no, I'll never tell. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but Conroy... Uh, Are man, you a dog, <laughs> private? <laughs> uh, sir, I cannot <laughs> confirm or deny... <laughs> but are you gonna, are you going to finish that bone? <laughs> um, Conroy had managed to, keep, managed to keep him throughout his three-month training there, you know, kind of keep him a secret. Um, but um, as the troops traveled to Virginia by train as they were getting ready to embark to uh, Europe. No pun. Embark. <laughs> Very good, John. You like that? We were talking about this earlier, everybody. There's going to be a lot of puns this episode, I'm sure. <laughs> Um, so he, uh, he was stated to board, um, one of the, the freighters to, to go across the Atlantic, mm-hmm. uh, the SS Minnesota. And, uh, <laughs> he, um, he hid Stubby in his coat. Yeah. And then, um, got him down below deck and kind of like hit him in the coal room mm-hmm. for, the, for the, most of the trip. <laughs> and, uh, the story is that like he, he got found out, but, um, he just charmed the pants off everybody that mm-hmm. found him. Yeah. And the word is that, like, when the... Um... They were like, if he doesn't go, we all don't go. <laughs> Pretty much. And get shot. <laughs> <laughs> and fucking, he's bouncing around going, yeah, let's go breathe in some mustard gas. <laughs> so let's the... lose a thousand men for every inch we take. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, here we go, he fellas. He in the trench. <laughs> oh, God, I'm so charming. Uh, one of the like, commanding officers came down and, like, Stubby apparently, like, raised his paw in salute. Oh, God. Isn't that cute? Get the fuck out of here. Machinist made him dog tags. Well, yeah, oh that makes sense. Come on. He yeah. made him his own dog tags. He's a dog. 
Stubby. Stubby, no legs. No. He had legs. He had four of them. Short. Short. Yeah. <laughs> um, hard, hard, feet, maybe. By the time they, uh, by the time they made you it to legs, the... legs, feet. Legs. <laughs> He's... Pause. <laughs> See? See? Uh, by the time they got to the coast of France, Subby was the 102nd's unofficial mascot. That's all it takes. That's all. You, you know what? The currency is charisma even in dogs. The currency is mm-hmm. charisma, Aaron. Do they give him a little hat? Oh, they gave him a lot of stuff. I bet. Okay. Okay. He served with the 102nd Infantry for 18, no, eight months. Mm. <laughs> Actually, I think it was 18. But <laughs> he participated in four offensive and four offenses and 17 battles. Really? Yeah. Oh, oh dude. Uh, he, uh, uh, he got into, uh, in February 1918, oh, uh, just north of Soissons. Uh, he was under uh, constant. Oh, fuck, just the date and fuck. Oh, he was, fuck. Uh, he was under constant fire in the trenches day and night for over a month. Well, no wonder they lost. They kept shooting at a dog. Small target. Yeah. <laughs> These Americans are. <laughs> that should be a German. These yeah. Americans are nothing but dogs. It seems. <laughs> uh, April 20th, the German infantry led one of its first attacks against American troops. Uh, about 3,000 German shock troops overwhelmed a small contingent of uh, about 600 American soldiers. <laughs> and um, the fighting was very... <laughs> well, you like that? <laughs> just, just, just. Hey, where the fuck are we anyway? Oh, this sucks, man. <laughs> Who's that dog? I love him. I don't miss my fucking dog. <laughs> oh, shock! Troops! <laughs> um... The, the now, fighting, would, would the Germans have had the high-minded German shepherds uh, on their side, too? Uh, they were probably, like, you know, drinking beer or something yeah, like that. Yeah, brainwashed. Playing poker, like the painting. Yeah. The yeah, documentary painting. Right. Yeah. Um, no, they weren't using the dog. I mean, this is trench warfare, so the dogs aren't, like, having their own fucking side battles or anything Right, right, like right. That. That's too bad. Um, like puppy bull. Exactly yeah. like the puppy bull. But, you know, more anti-Semitism. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, any Jew dogs? Huh. Hell yeah. Gypsy dogs? Yeah. Are there gypsy dogs? Of course. There's gay dogs. I know that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> um, the fighting was super intense. Like, even the commander, George Rao, uh, ordered his cooks, truck drivers, uh, and even the marching band into battle. Pretty much. Like, fuck! Yeah, just, just trying to, like, stave off this overwhelming force of Germans. Um, <laughs> just winging a ladle at them. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude. Fucking mother! I oh. need that back. Throwing <laughs> tomatoes and shit. Yeah. Hit him, chase him with rolling <laughs> pins. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 81 Allied troops were wounded, uh, or killed. 424 were wounded. 130 captures. Um, and, and a little stubby, little stubby got a uh, grenade shell fragment lodged in his leg. Oh, no. First Purple Heart. Ooh. Whoa. He retreated with the... He was sent to the rear for convalescence, and oh, okay. even just as he did on the front, Back in the rear, you know, back in, in, in Med Bay, he was there. He improved morale. Yeah, of course. He's just a cute, yeah. he's a cute little spunky little Boston Terrier, just being adorable, doing cute little shit. Yeah. Helping the, helping the troops. Yeah. Helping the troops get better. Well, you see him on the bed next to you, and you go like, yeah, man, I know. Can you believe this shit? <laughs> well, <laughs> if he's having a good time, he's like, tell me about it. You got any hot bitch waiting for you back at home? <laughs> you want to play ping pong? Chomped <laughs> <laughs> the pants off of Kennedy. Um, when he returned from, when he recovered from his wounds, went right back into the trenches. Hell yeah! Uh, in, uh, later that first year, he was uh, hit with mustard gas. 
No fucking way. God, I wish I didn't say that now. Yeah, you're a real piece of shit, wow, John. Wow, John. Man. After he recovered, he returned with a specially designed gas mask just for him to protect him, and I think there's a picture. Mm-hmm. No way. Yeah, cute little puppy dog. Oh, my God. Mustard gas mask. Oh and, you know, because, you know, he, you know, these dogs have, uh, you know, Holy senses. fucking shit. Look at that. Isn't that crazy? That is a wild fucking time, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh my god, he looks terrifying. Yeah, could you imagine fucking army a pack of those? Ro- <laughs> yeah, I mean you get him go, just bring out the gimp. <laughs> oh, he is the gimp. <laughs> He's not sleeping. <laughs> not done with you, but damn sight. <laughs> uh, you know he. Because he's got you know he's got dog senses. He would warn. Um, he warn of poison gas attacks. Mm-hmm. Get all yappy. He would locate gas. Wo- yeah, what was the? Yeah, he shouted. Yeah, words. <laughs> He located wounded soldiers in no man's land, uh, mm-hmm. and, and he could hear the whine of artillery shells before people could. Oh, yeah. And so he warned he would, them to, you know. He would, he would go hide. No fucking yeah, to duck for cover and shit. Oh, the dog's hiding. <laughs> we Maybe. better hide. Mm-hmm. He's pissing himself. That's the best fucking general you could have. <laughs> is he just pissing, or is he pissing himself? <laughs> we should all piss ourselves. <laughs> he looks he's li- up he, he's and then at- piss on this, <laughs> this cotton and use it as a mask <laughs> to filter out the mustard gas. That goes back to my episode all about urine. That's yeah. how Wishbone saves the world. <laughs> no, just fucking looking to him for all kinds of things. He's licking his balls. What does that mean? <laughs> Let's do this. I can't do it, sir. Lick my balls. <laughs> We're going to have to lick each other's. <laughs> <laughs> just general walks in, and everybody's just licking. Me. Oh, what the fuck? What are we fighting this war for? This is the closest knit group of fit of men I've ever seen. You're a little stubby yourself. Um, by June, uh, Stubby recovered. Um, he had evidently learned to distinguish between a khaki U.S. doughboy uniform and um, the German outfits so he uh he recognized the uniform enemy soldier um and apparently uh the, and this is a quote the uh stubby's rage at the sight of a german was savage they had to tie stubby up when batches of german prisoners were being brought through hell yeah because he was like ripping their pants off yeah yeah and he yeah. wouldn't let go yeah he just you know he had a good he just knew that these fucking mm-hmm. motherfuckers yeah, had fuck a bad em. vibe, you know? Yeah, you suck. Yeah, yeah you, you suck. smell like the guys like who are trying shit. to kill us. Exactly. And they can smell the fear. Um, uh, in Argonne, Stubby sniffed out a lost German soldier who was hiding in the bushes. Whoa. Dog chased him down <laughs> and dragged him back to the 102nd. The little dog? Apparently. Man, people were smaller back then. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder he was lost. He's a I, tiny um, man in the bushes. Yeah, and he was probably like freezing too. Who yeah, knows, you know the war the uh, trench yeah. warfare is bad. Yeah, probably a lot bad of these idea. stores got a little blown up too. You know, absolutely. Yeah. they definitely got blown up. Yeah, because also it's just the, the legend is better for morale. Absolutely. Yeah. Um. He yeah. So he got this, and he had, apparently he was nominated for the rank of sergeant. Really? Like, literally Sergeant Stubby, but I don't think he ever got it. I think they just, I think the nickname just stuck. Just didn't pass the test or something? Yeah, yeah. it didn't work hard enough? And, um... <laughs> he was dishonorably discharged, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Look at everybody's balls. Even the Germans. <laughs> he was dishonorably put down. <laughs> That's why he's ripping your pants off. You need to get to the balls. <laughs> yeah. These guys stink. They've been out here for months. I better clean the balls. Oh, my God. <laughs> he, uh... <laughs> the woman of, uh, uh, Chateau Thierry, um... Uh, in France, uh, was rescued by the Allied troops. And the woman of the town made Stubby uh, a coat 
and that's where all of his medals were put on. Really? Oh. And uh, at the end of the war, uh, Robert Conroy, his, you know, I don't want to say owner because nobody ever owned him. Good yeah. Irish boy. How can you own uh, a dog like Smuggled this? Stubby home. After he returned home, he became a celebrity. Of course. Of course. And there's some more pictures of this. Uh, he uh, marched in and normally led many parades across the country. Yeah. Grand Marshal of, of all these did. sorts yeah. of parades. There's he a, met presidents. Picture of him in a parade. Woodrow Wilson, Calvin Coolidge, and Warren G. Harding. Has absolutely no idea what's going on. <laughs> he loves it. <laughs> he loves it. He attended the 1920 Republican sure. National Convention. Who did he uh, vote for? Uh-huh. Uh, Harding, probably. Yeah, okay. That's yeah, his. it seems like a Harding guy. Yeah. Uh, when, when Conroy, when Robert Conroy went to study law at Georgetown, guess who went with him? Good old Stubby. And uh, he became the university's official, official mascot, really? which was a predecessor to the Hoya Bulldogs. You're kidding. Today. No way. I'm not kidding. Honestly, bringing a dog with you probably is helpful. You probably so much ass. Well, there's mm. that. But can also, there's your, like a lot of your like... dog? Yeah. It's good for your morale. Got more medals that I have. He's yeah. giving you warnings. He yeah. runs out there with you or mm-hmm. some shit. Yeah. You know, it seems like it probably helped <laughs> most soldiers. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Let's have okay. Let's the army should be half dogs. I'm just saying it now. Yeah, I mean, well, somebody you know, had a point about that in December 19. 19- <laughs> I mean, maybe I don't. Not the air. Air <laughs> well, butt. Air butt. <laughs> yeah, the only dogs should be allowed in the airport. <laughs> so, um, so stupid. <laughs> you know, you said there should be half, half dogs. Um, and also shout out to the dog that got injured, taken down uh, the lead of ISIS. Yeah. Um, and, and there was there was a dog involved in the Bin Laden. Uh, That's exactly raid too, right. Yeah. And they had titanium teeth. The, the dog. Those did. seal dogs. They pull out their canines Holy and they throw in titanium and uh, canines. Really? It's fucking intense, dude. Yeah. What yeah. Do they? They could eat anything. Yeah. Oh yeah. man, they love yeah. that terrorist. They, they can eat fucking tin cans. Garbage. Yeah. Oh. They're fucking goats. Hummus. <laughs> <laughs> they could. They could. Yeah, among other things. Sure. Yeah. But not grapes. So you know, no chocolate. No. Don't disparage dogs by saying somebody died like a dog. Oh know? yeah, no. In the same breath, he was like, "Ah, yeah. oh, this guy died like a dog." Shit. Also, there was oh, very was brave really... dog hurt. You're like, "What? You idiot! How, how Shut dare, up! How dare you?" If you don't know, folks, what we're saying is President Trump was talking about the guy, the leader of ISIS that was killed, uh, Baghdadi. There was he, he, he didn't even have audio. Said he died like a but dog, and then like meanwhile, there was a dog like very intimately involved yeah. in the operation. Yeah, and uh, then he was like, "Oh, also there was this, this brave, brave dog." What? Come get, dude. Yeah, like I mean, he, he just works off word association, so yeah. that's how he got. Also, it. he was just lying about the guy winning. Yeah, there was no yeah, audio. Was no, yeah, fucking... well, and the guy fucking blew up in his suicide uh, yeah, vest. Uh... He died like as bravely as you can. I mean, well, well, yeah, with the exception of killing the kids. Yeah, no, I'm just saying. I mean, he wasn't whimpering. No, no, he no. He wasn't crying. He's not a good guy. No. He's a psycho. Yeah, but I mean, he. I mean, you know, anybody blowing up a suicide vest isn't exactly like, you know. A lightweight. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, so <laughs> yeah, the uh, New York Times reported that in December 1922, for the first time, Hotel Majestic on Central Park had broken its own rules and allowed the dog to stay overnight. That son of a bitch. Whoa. Stubby was made a member of the Red Cross and the American Legion, and the YMCA offered a lifetime membership for Stubby, stipulating that he was entitled to three bones a day. And a place to sleep for as long as he lived. You're shitting me. I'm not. But did he take him up on it? I don't know. Was, was he, he in the Knights of Columbus or anything else? <laughs> uh, he was a member. No, 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 as far as I know. Shriners? 
<laughs> oh, he'd be Macy's. great at the Shriners. I build up a group. Yeah, 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 yeah. Illum- <laughs> high level Illuminati. <laughs> shit. The skull one, yeah, skull and skull bones. bones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His, his deep, kids deep. are. I heard he was a Rothschild. Yeah, his yeah. kids are sociologists now. Um, Scientologists, yeah. sociologists, and Scientologists. Um, <laughs> Do it but, all. But there was, you know, you you made you made a comment about we should have. Dog. Yeah. So uh, this guy, um, uh, there's a, a war veteran, uh, Richard Richardson. Cute. That's not a real person. Uh, he, Cute. He wrote, a, Cute. He, wrote a, he wrote a letter to the editor. If this, quote, <laughs> Thank you. if this Boston Bull did so much and the boys didn't do anything, why not send an army of bull pups the next time and see who's entitled to these honors? <laughs> I think the whole thing is nothing but a disgrace to the U.S. Army. I feel that I am insulted. The thousands of real heroes, the red-blooded American boys who left gallons of their blood and maybe an arm or a leg on the battlefields don't get these honors bestowed on them. They didn't do anything to receive a medal or the name a real hero, but a dog did, end quote. But that is just the it's, – it's, it's everybody loves the dog. Everybody wants the dog to get Not the medals. Guy. Not right. this guy. But everybody wants the dog to get the medals because then they're like – it makes you feel like you can do it. It makes you feel like you can be brave. And it's dog. fun. This guy yeah, is a fucking humbug. Fuck yeah, that guy. guy. Yeah. yeah, also, I mean, if you fill the fucking the army with dogs, you got to give them a house and a car when they come home. <laughs> the GI you know, you know what I mean? yeah, training give, school. GI bone. Yeah, you got to give... Exactly. I mean, they could end up taking the whole joint over. Oh, my God. You ever think about that, Aaron? Fuck. Probably not. Fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I'm I, I'm I'm concerned about what happens to them when they come back. Yeah. All right. I'm not just gonna discard them. Oh the yeah. Street. Oh no. Yeah. No, I will. I'll let them be homeless. I don't oh, fucking God, give a fuck. You fucking asshole. They'll roll around with their fucking stubby legs. PTSD. Oh, asshole. PTSD. <laughs> the VA, the Veterinarians Association. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna say, Yeah. This is. A, it's gonna be a, yeah, a lot of puns. Yep. God. So check this out. Tell me. Stubby. Let me read you off some some. I mean, you know, some you got a picture stats. of his vest with all the medals, right? Mm-hmm. Three service stripes, Yankee division patch, French medal, Battle of Verdun, mm. first annual American Legion convention medal, Minneapolis, Minnesota, November nineteen nineteen, New Haven oh World God. War One Veterans Medal, That's Republic of France picture. Grand War Medal, Saint Mihiel Campaign Medal, Purple Heart, Chateau Thierry Campaign Medal, sixth annual American Legion convention medal, and uh, he's got a like. Gigantic obit in the New York Times when he died. That's really? a fun obit to write right there. This was printed in the New York Times, April fourth, nineteen twenty-six. I'm not going to read it all. Thank you. <laughs> Stubby of AEF enters Valhalla. Whoa! Oh, he's Swedish. Tramp dog of no pedigree <laughs> took part in the big parade in France. <laughs> Stubby is dead. <laughs> he was only a dog and an unpedigreed at that. But he was the most famous mascot in the AEF. Stubby took part in four major offensive, was wounded and gassed. He captured a German spy and won more medals than any other soldier dog. He led the American Legion parades and was known to three presidents. He was, indisputably, indisputably a fighting dog. His Arlington is to be the Smithsonian Institution. And there's a picture. He's, yeah, that went in load. He's stuffed, and he's at the Smithsonian. He's stuffed? Yeah. That little shit. He's a cute little guy. Oh my god, he's an adorable. That, that that picture with the middle is just an absolutely beautiful it's picture adorable. of that dog. It's one. Of, that, that is one of the cutest things I've ever seen in my life. Um, early in life, Stubby longed for a career. Realizing the value of education, the Brindle- <laughs> <laughs> the Brindlin White Bull Terrier abandoned his nomadic life for that of a student. Mm. Selecting Yale University as his alma mater, he was soon recognized there as a prodigy. His progress, however, was interrupted. America entered the war, and the First Con- Connecticut Regiment later merged into the 102nd Infantry. <laughs> 
Though delighted with his intellectual environment and his frolics and a huge bowl, Stubby came to the conclusion that he ought to do his bit by his country. He answered the call. Yeah. yeah it was hard. It, yeah. After five hard years during which he had often... Somebody conquered. whistled. <laughs> Some, somebody had a treat. Um... It just—it's really—it's a really great obituary. That's good stuff. Yeah, I mean, it's longer, and there's a ton of shit, and and um, it's a real shame to think like what he could have been if he was able to finish, finish his education, though. You know? Yeah, could have been. And nobody really yeah. talks about like the real stubby or any like the dark side. Yeah. Oh, oh, you like like the um, Scotty Bowers side of just the like stubby? all yeah. the yeah the, the hookers. He and killed them. some kids. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that never happened with Scotty Bowers. No, no, no. The separate thought, separate thought. <laughs> They're both American heroes. Let's be real. Yes. That is exactly right. That is right. absolutely true. Um, we'll post some pictures of the cute little. I uh, I hero uh, can, can, can I can I can I piggyback off uh, the the, hey, uh, the, the war pig, hero? Is that a pig pig joke? No, it's not a pig joke at all. Hmm. Fucking ass. You're a pig. <laughs> pig. Um, this uh this this cat was uh <laughs> this cat was born in Nazi Germany. Ooh. And uh, you know we don't, we don't we don't treat you know we don't choose these things you know she cats of the SS. But the the cat was on the ill-fated uh, Bismarck. Oh, uh, that's a tough one. And the the cat's original name is unknown. The His bi- name was unknown. The cat's name. No, was it wasn't. Wa- it wasn't like the Odysseus No Man. Uh, yeah, got it. Yeah, it was. Um, it was. It was given the name Oscar as it was found uh, floating on a plank oh, after the water. sinking of the Bismarck. And you know, in the Bismarck, like. <laughs> 18 out of 20 people died on the fucking Bismarck. Well, cats have nine lives, dude. Right. And this cat, this cat was given the name Oscar, which is, uh, it's from the letter O for Man Overboard. Oh, okay. Right? And it was picked up by the HMS Cossack. Mm. Cossacks. Yeah. And uh, it was a black and white, you know, patch cat. And it was some crewman on board the fucking, uh, the Bismarck had it. And, you know, the the Bismarck goes out for the Rhine exercise. And um, it was the only mission. For the Bismarck, and it was it was sunk. Uh, no, this is a this is a, a WW two. This is WW two. So, all right, we're going Nazi, Nazi 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 Germany, yeah. and uh, it was actually it was actually one out of twenty was survived the Bismarck, and it was just yeah floating on a on a board, and uh, the the British destroyer HMS Cossack somebody picked it up, and they uh, somebody. Just like I don't know what the fuck the cat's name was on the Bismarck, you know what I mean? But now you're a fucking uh, now you're, you're Oscar. A, you're a British cat, okay? Now you're Oscar. And it was on it was on board the the Bismarck, uh, excuse me, the Cossack for the next few months, and it was uh, you know doing escort duties for you know uh, for various other ships throughout the Mediterranean, North Atlantic, and uh, it was the Cossack was bringing a convoy from Gibraltar to Britain when uh, it was hit by a torpedo. Oh, this cat's bad luck. Yeah, yeah. and. Uh, it was uh, fired by the German submarine U-563, mm. and the crew, you know, they got out to they got to the HMS Legion. They were transferred. It wasn't, you know, like an immediate disaster like the Bismarck was. Right. And uh, they tried to, to tow the Cossack back to Gibraltar, but it was just the weather was terrible, and it, it wasn't going to happen. And they just, like, fucking let the thing go down. Um, so that was the second sank boat. That the cat was on. Uh, the cat was on. Real Oscar Gamble here, and uh, so he got off this one. Yeah, and um, it was it was killed 159 of the crew, but Oscar was you know nowhere near this uh, mm-hmm. shit. And uh, the cat was now nicknamed Unsinkable Sam. Oh, God. 
And uh, it was transferred uh, to the aircraft carrier, the HMS Ark Royal, mm-hmm. uh, which is also one of the boats that sank the Bismarck, along with the Cossack. Huh. Those two boats. So this cat is just like in this fucking like weird fucking three-way of boats that are all involved in the same battle. Yeah. And... Um, once again, coming uh, coming up from uh, Malta in 1941, the fucking uh, the Ark Royal is, gets torpedoed by U eighty one. These fucking submarines, man. I mean, like, oh, dude, the German submarines. Were I don't know down. how fucking people were out picking up cats <laughs> when you don't know when a fucking submarine is just going to be fucking shooting you out of nowhere. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like how terrifying, and you know, like like I was saying, like when I was thinking about all this, like you know, the the cat probably had a tra- tracker in its butt. Oh yeah, oh, almost yeah, definitely. Um, they love stuff in their butt. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah, and you know, cats are cats are know, like authentically us. Nazi. They fight to the last man. That's right, and they eat your eyes when you die. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it is probably the best tasting part. It's the older witchy like water. that, you know. Um, so they uh. They're also trying to tow the Ark Royal now uh, to Stop Gibraltar. towing boats. Yeah, and they're just that's just taking in more and more water. You can't fucking do it's it. Losing it's, it's been it's it's been torpedoed, but you don't want to give these things up, you know. Spend a, a lot of time and money on them, mm-hmm. um, and it it it, uh, it rolls over and it sank thirty miles from Gibraltar, and um, basically all of the crew gets saved uh, because it was very, you know sinking very slowly. Um, <laughs> Sam was found on another plank this time, floating after this this so third, third, third sank uh, ship, and he was totally fine, but he was described as angry. <laughs> <laughs> not not the other two times. This time, I don't know why. Well, he's just like obviously like, what the fuck is going on? Just trying he's, to get to he, land. He used to live in some shitty little flat in fucking like you know uh, Frankfurt. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's on all these sh- surrounded by water, which cats love, as you know. Um, and yeah, so he's on this plank uh, by like the motor launch, and um, he- he's really fucking pissed off. He gets transferred to the HMS Lightning, and uh, the HMS Legion, which had, uh, was, was the boat that rescued the crew of the Cossack, and the Legion would go on to be sunk in forty two, and the Lightning would go on to be sunk in forty three. But Sam was not on these. Um, mm. That's because he shit out the tracker. <laughs> he ended up in a home for sailors in Belfast. Oh, uh, this is just like you know, like, like a it's like a house full of PTSD people, oh, basically. Yeah. And um, uh, yeah, he was just kind of like the the sailors' mascot of, of for for British, uh, you know, kind of uh, uh, veterans of mm-hmm. of the seas. Mm. And uh, he died in 1955. Uh, and uh, there's a portrait of him in the National Maritime Museum. Uh, and he, yeah, he's another you know wartime hero. God but he just damn. he's just fucking. You know, he didn't do anything or have no. any skills. He just uh, stopped yeah, so, uh, himself. Uh, so from dog's getting... got personality. <laughs> no, that's right. That's right. Um, yeah, it, and then there's like kind of like you know. Uh, Differentiating details about being like it might not even be the same cat from all the fucking sinking yeah, ships and yeah. stuff. It could have been a little bit blown up, you know. Uh, these stories during the war, mm-hmm. um, but uh, yeah, he, I, I, I really, I think I just like that so much because of him, the idea of him being mad. 
He's so mad. Yeah, he's so mad. And I think that was how he boosted. And he's, I mean, surrounded by water. He, he no boosted, boosted morale by just, he probably was just hilariously like, what the fuck is going on? Also, I like thinking about like, you know, a cat is fairly nimble. Yes. You yeah. know, and fast. Mm-hmm. And thinking about a cat on two different sinking ships and just, you know, figuring out its way to not go down. Yeah. Is very like the panic in its eyes is pretty funny to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you were a sailor, you should follow the cat because, because yeah, exactly. Yeah, go where he's going. Um, and he's not going to wait for you or anything. No, but no. you should follow the cat. You got to follow the cat. The you cat do. Is going, it's a good idea to do what animals are doing. Yeah, yeah, and generally, gen- yeah, yeah, generally, generally, yeah. You disregard the captain and mm-hmm. you start taking orders from the cat. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, because the captain's going down with the ship. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Stop mm-hmm. listening to that yeah, guy. Yeah, so he's uh, this cat's yeah. landing on his feet. <laughs> yeah, he's laying on his feet, and uh, yeah, he's. It's getting transferred to another nice home yeah. eventually. Yeah. If he gets through this crazy war. Wow. Oh, man, if he ever yeah. makes it out. Unsinkable Sam. Now this cat didn't smoke cigarettes or anything like that? Uh no, no, it didn't do anything cool like that. Mm, um that's too bad. There uh there was another one I wanted to tell you about, another little shorty, if you don't mind, Matt, before mm-hmm. you, you uh get into yours. Um there was uh in uh nineteen forty five, again, we're going um chronologically, Aaron, as you love. I love um, the arrow of time. And this was uh <laughs> This is uh, in, in uh, I believe, uh, Colorado. Huh. Um, hmm. This uh, chicken on a farm uh, was uh, going to be supper. And it was, uh, you know, somebody was sent, like, sent out to, to bring back a chicken from the yard, you know? As you do. And... Um, this uh, it was uh, Lloyd Olson, uh, f- a farmer. Uh, he chose this uh, five and a half month old Wyandotte chicken named Mike. What kind of chicken? Uh, Wyandotte. Okay. And uh, the axe just took off like most of the head, oh, but God. it missed the jugular vein, so he's... one ear, and most of the brainstem, which was where most of like chicken thinking goes on. Chicken, yeah, technically chicken, the brain is, yeah, right, right. So, you know what I mean, chicken thoughts? So just, blah, blah, blah. They don't do a lot of it, but it's no, there. No, it was fine. It was just fine. Yeah, that's that's normal chicken speak. But yeah, but that's it fine. Was... That's actually fine. What I just did was an impression yeah, of normal, I, happy. Yeah, no, I don't think it was that good. Um, well, you don't you know anything about chickens. <laughs> I, yeah, I've, I've spit around a lot of chickens. No, 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 you're a chicken. <laughs> no, wow. yeah, well, I, I told you that. That's good, huh? Um, Ouch. So the guy immediately sees the chicken survive and just go about its business. It's like... You know, like preening its feathers and like it's it's pecking, like it's looking for food. But, but it doesn't have like a face. Like the head, the head is completely severed. No, uh, no, its the, face is gone. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Uh, and but it's still attached. But it, the, no, the no, head no, is attached. No, and the face. No, it's is not gone. attached. You said so it, it missed. You said it missed a number of things. Jugular vein, one ear, brainstem. Okay, so there's no that, there's no beak. Okay, got it. There's no eyes. Okay. So what is pre? Let, let me show you. A oh, you've got a picture. Yeah, of course I got a picture. Wonderful. Now the head's in there too, Aaron. You'll see that there too. <laughs> um oh, so, so oh man this guy's a bad shot with an axe yeah i mean but, I mean, they move. but also you would be like there's nothing that can survive this right a chicken will um he he could still balance on a perch uh he um he got that brain he was trying to you know preen his stuff and 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 peck for food and crow but it just sounded like gurgling oh, I don't, like oh. the impression that i did just moments ago right yeah uh, <laughs> so then he just feels bad for it, and he's like, "I'm gonna feed this fucking thing." And he gets an eyedropper, and he puts like milk oh, and water God. in it, and shoots it down. And uh, like small, small grains of corn and worm, 
corn and worm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and classic chicken just, feet. I, I dropping it down into the the hole that's there. Some grape nuts. And um, <laughs> and then he's like, he's like, you're not gonna believe this. I got this fucking. I got this crazy-ass chicken. I got myself a goose and chicken. I got got rid of that pesky beak and eyeballs. I got the nice, warm goose and chicken. (laughs) I wish it it didn't go there. Well, no, you love it. Yeah, well, I mean, you can't goose it unless you have some kernel-sized, you know. Operation. Goose or loser. (laughs) It's warm. But so he starts taking it around, you know, to sideshows and shit. And he he he's now he's now the chicken is on tour. Is it festering? Is it got infection? It's kind of fine. It's staying in hotels and stuff. I'm not, I'm not joking. And is, um, it, is it ordering? Put, so it, it puts it, neosporin on it. And it's fine, I guess. I don't. Yeah. I, what would they put on it in 1945? They had they had antibiotics. Yeah, it probably I mean, it's probably pumped pumped full of factory farm antibiotics. <laughs> you can't get sick. Uh, so he would be in the he would be like around the two headed babies and um, <laughs> the no headed chicken. <laughs> yeah, the no headed chicken, two headed baby, and he was in uh, he was in Time and Life magazine. He was um, uh, he was uh, you could go see him for twenty five cents, uh, a lot of money in that time. Um, he at the at, at the the tippy top of of his fame. Uh, Lloyd was taking in the equivalent of fifty grand a month. Jesus Christ! For people seeing this chicken, Lloyd uh, is Mike's owner. Yeah, uh, and John, the, Johnny Carson invited the chicken him over was, to the couch. The chicken <laughs> Come was on over, Mike. Chicken was valued at uh, ten grand, even though it was bringing in forty five hundred per month, which, like again, in today's money, is fifty grand. Um, Jesus. Good lesson to you, folks. So he's at, he's at a motel in Phoenix, you know, as it happens, nineteen forty seven. We've all been there, and. Uh, He's, you know, they're, they're returning home from tour, and uh, he started choking in the middle of the night. Mike, the headless chicken, and uh, I mean, anything could fall in there. He, uh, I think, he, I think he got a, got into the corn, you know, uh, and, yeah. uh, and he got it into his throat, which is all he had. <laughs> and um, God damn it, they um, <laughs> because they they left the feeding and 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 the syringes uh, at the sideshow. Wait, how do, he doesn't have eyes. Uh, yeah. Or a nose, yeah. There's no, he just bu- there's no senses. I mean, he probably just bumped into. Well, it. They, they they left the syringes and uh, so they couldn't they couldn't get it out, right? Because um, they would they would clean and stuff too. You know, you got to clean all that shit out. How do you leave the syringes? There must have been a, a pretty lady walking. I by don't know. Uh, so they, they couldn't save them, and uh, yeah, they got hungry, dude. Yeah. And then uh, he he kind of created some lies saying he sold it, and so then there was like rumors that Mike was still on tour. Um, even up to the point of 1949. Like Elvis? Um, he's, just, he's on hiatus. Yeah, Elvis is with his headless chicken. And then other people were saying, like, no, the fucking thing was just fucked up, finally, and it just choked to death. Right. You know? Um, but yeah, so it, you know, it just uh, it, it missed the jugular vein, and then there was a clot, and so it stopped him from bleeding to death. Mm-hmm. And then, um, you know, the... That's just like all they really need. Yeah, yeah, yeah and the don't... chicken was really pretty healthy, like the whole time. Uh, and Delicious. Just the the central motor functions, you know, yeah. is all that's really going on anyway. Yeah. Uh, and so now it's um, the chicken is uh, an institution at uh, uh, Fruita, Colorado, with an annual Mike the Headless Chicken Day. Um, that's in the, the third weekend in May, uh-huh. and uh, it started in 1999, long after the fact. Mm. Um, so at that at that they'll do uh, the uh, 5K run like a headless chicken race. Uh, they do they do an egg toss, mm-hmm. pin the head on the chicken. Nice. Uh, the chicken cluck off. They do chicken bingo. I don't know how that works. 
It's like regular bingo. Oh, but... oh, uh, it's like regular bingo, Matt. Uh-huh. But it's which uh, chicken droppings land on the numbered grid. Those are the numbers that are called wherever the chicken shit. Very familiar with chicken shit. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, Mike lost his head, but he kept on doing chicken yeah. shit. Yeah. And uh, you know, now he's very, very died famous. Of, died of sleep apnea. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, pretty much. Um, That's you know, it's gross. It's really gross, and it's it's really sad. And the guy making that much money—that's a lot of money. Fifty grand a month for fucking eighteen months, dude. Like, he, holy shit! He blew all that money. Uh, no, it's actually, actually it was probably a year, right? Because you said five and a half month old, whatever, and it was like an eighteen month old. I think when it died, but like that's fucking but that's still grand. that's still so much fucking money. It's just crazy. I mean, did he go in to do anything? You know, did he start a chicken shelter or anything? Lloyd Olson? Yeah. No, no, I, he, he blew just, all the fucking money. Yeah, and then he just started rumors that he, Mike was still alive. He just because he, he needed he the just, money. He just gave. He was doing coke with Mike. Yeah. A little bit for you. A little bit for me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fuck, Mike! Mike? Mike? Come on, Mike. You're yeah. bleeding through your hole. Yeah, I, he's using this ridge. He's like, oh, I, I left it. I left the drip it is the best part. <laughs> chicken drip. Oh, God. Isn't that great when it... You know, when the chicken gets the drip, yeah, yeah, the bears get pissed. I mean, can you? So, I mean, I'm assuming that it was either it was either the bears do get pissed. It was either that he was trying to feed the chicken without the syringes, and it fucking got stuck, or it just yeah, the chicken was just like, I'm out. I don't have a head, man. He was chewing his chewing food up for him and spitting in his mouth, but he had just done some gummies so the chicken. Would eat. <laughs> so luckily, the chicken felt nothing. Yeah, that's great. Went out on top. I feel nothing. Mm-hmm. Like Len Bias. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> can, we, can, we, can we quick break it? Yeah. All right, and then we'll get into your... Uh, yeah. Okay. And we're back. <laughs> Aaron, the, uh, the, Hawaiian, the Hawaiian dot chicken was uh, named after a, a, a North American tribe. That was It was kind of a show chicken. It was known for its brown eggs and its... Uh, it's yellow-skinned meat. Yellow-skinned oh, meat? Yeah, and it was kind of like a showbird. It was like a like a pretty chicken, you know? Uh, zoom, zoom, like this. Yeah, okay. Come on. It's this kind of... Um, that's oh, pretty. that is a pretty that's bird. Pretty. Yeah. yeah, if I Coop cut its a pretty face bird. off, I'd Very pretty bird. Um, originally known as the American Seabright? Mm. Uh, yeah. Pat's heads are falling off. <laughs> so, yeah, that was, uh, that was Mike the Headless Chicken, Unsinkable Sam... Hey, now Matt, you got a little, you got a little tail. Oh yeah, so we, you know, a you tail. Guys... <laughs> wow. You, uh, you guys mentioned animals, and I said, okay, well, um, you know, you know, what is it? Is it, should I do uh, dogs that have flown? Mm-hmm. You know, because before the the space, there was a dog that was put in a basket and in a hot air balloon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it kicked it kicked the chicken that was riding with it before it went up. It kicked it. Didn't eat it. No, no, it, came, it, went, it went up with like a cat and a chicken. Kicked it out. No, no, no! I just kicked it. Dog, that was cat, the most kicked it. Chicken yeah. or in an air balloon? Huh. Yeah. Uh, and then you know, I just, you know, think, oh, what about monkeys? You know, there was a monkey that killed a king once. What about monkeys? a monkey, monkey, or a chimpanzee? A uh, it was monkey? a Barbary macaque. Oh, a macaque. Oh, oh, those. Yeah, they don't eat Oreos. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't I mean, know what they eat or where they come from. 
But my kid, my bathroom's never been cleaner. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Alexander, uh, I think maybe the first of Greece. Not uh, not quite an official king, as his father had been overthrown uh, uh, by the people. Uh-huh. Uh, but Alexander still uh, held some uh, uh, claim to the throne. Uh-huh. One day, he was walking through a, a garden, and his dog was attacked by a monkey. Oh, God. He tried to fight off the monkey, and another monkey came in and fucking attacked him. Oh, Jesus God. Christ. And then he got all these cuts. And he goes home, and he's God like, hates. no, I'm fine. And then sepsis sets in and Jesus. killed a king. A monkey killed a king. Wow. And then the monkey becomes king, right? I guess that's how it works. That's how it works? Right. It's like the Santa Claus. Yeah. Yeah, it starts getting <laughs> fat, growing a beard. <laughs> <laughs> he was Greek, right? So he's just a fucking guy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that, well, you know, horses. Horses are interesting, It's right? like the Santa Claus. <laughs> Come on, you know it's right. It's great. That kid went to my high school. That's cool. Head, yeah. His locker was next to mine. He was a real prick. Mm. <laughs> Sorry, dude. <laughs> no. I was like, hey, bro, Dunstan checks out. Whoa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Another monkey thing. <laughs> but horses, you know, horses are interesting. You know, there's old old Greek myths of horses, like, uh, attacking men and, uh, you know, the uh, the mares of Diomedes. Mm-hmm. That's a whole thing. There's uh, there's a story of this man-eating horse in Lucknow. Man-eating horse? Yeah, yeah. This is a story... Um, <sighs> This is a story from uh, the streets of Lucknow. I forget Where's that? Where is. I forget. I fucking I had it written down somewhere. You know? Sweden? No, it's... it. Uh, yeah. It sounds Lucknow? Like, it sounds, sounds like, uh, like a... Look now! Like a, uh, like a kind of a Germanish Polish or something? Oh, Probably something like that. It's an no, Easter... It's, 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 it's not sick. sold like that. You're sick. Shut up. It's from, this, it's from a book by William Knighton. 1834 to 1900 in his uh, his book, The Private Life of an Eastern King. The Private Life of an Eastern King. And he talks about how he went to this town, and he the, he's, he's riding this buggy, and the streets are completely deserted, and they come upon this woman who's just been beaten to death. Jesus. And he's like, her whole face was fucked. And they ride a little bit further, and they see they stop, and his horse stops and starts whining, and he sees this horse in the distance. There's blood all over its face. And the horse turns and goes, oh, fuck, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to destroy these people. And she starts chasing him. It's a talking horse? The horse had a child in its mouth. Oh, my God. Because it had killed a kid and was just swinging it around. Oh, my I, God. I, I, I wonder, I'm not, here's the thing. Uh-huh. <laughs> people back in the day, not much, not good readers, uh, <laughs> didn't have exposure to a lot of stuff in general. <laughs> <laughs> I think they mistook a horse. For something else, you know. I swear it was a horse. Yeah, it had a bit, it had a bunch of fur. It was just a coyote. It was a fucking <laughs> bear wolf or something like bear that. wolf, huh? Yeah, like the famous poem, bear wolf. <laughs> so Very stupid. stupid. Uh, Shut uh, up. Uh, apparently, this uh, this would have been in India. India. Yeah. Huh. Probably tiger. And uh, well, well, the so horse is sacred. Speaking Look at of t- that striped <laughs> horse. Well, speaking of tigers, I love tigers. So this too. guy, he races back to whatever he's staying. The guard shuts the gate behind him. Everybody's scared. The street's deserted because this horse is just terrorizing and killing it's people, chewing babies. And uh, so the king orders the horse caught, and he, they catch the horse, and he says, "I wanted to fight my prize tiger." And so they have the horse and tiger fight. Horse destroys the tiger. Now I know it's not a horse. There's a picture. No, some dude drew it. There's a picture of it. Rudyard Kipling did a pencil drawing. (laughs) A tiger would... It kicked the tiger in the face. You never know, Aaron. Aaron, you never know. I do know. Just relax. Maybe the, the... 
Horse had a mental illness. I think this. I think it was maybe the cat from your fucking World War II story ran up against a bear. Who the fuck is drawing anything that detailed over something that's totally fake? Oh, this is definitely a horse, though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's not a bear I mean, really. in a fucking horse suit. And so forever the horse would be kept in an iron cage and it would snarl at anybody that it saw. They didn't just kill it? No, I guess they wanted to put it. They probably made money, you know. Hey, $5 to see the fucking evil see, devil's horse. this horse's cock. <laughs> So angry. Even the cock spits at you. Oh, my God. Oh, God. It's how you get bruised. <laughs> oh, Jesus. It didn't beat the shit out of a woman. It just jizzed all over. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Fuck. It's like rubber bullets. Bing, bing. Crowd control with horse nut. <laughs> God, well, Jesus. That's really fucked up. Man. It is. But I want to talk about... That horse killed a tiger? Yeah. I don't believe it. It killed a kid and a lady. A horse could kill a tiger. It just yeah. tramples all over it. Oh, one good kick to the head. Don't I mean, get all. Don't, don't be one of those guys that knows exactly how animal fights would go a, down. A tiger That's is so a dumb. Thou, a ti- Buster Douglas beat Mike Tyson. One good punch. That's exactly right. Well, there's a number of uh, factors involved. Uh, <laughs> I've read the book on disputed truth, so I think I have something. Uh, I think I have a few points to to uh, elucidate you with, my friend. It's actually something of a conspiracy. The, uh, what they did was they adjusted the camera because I was standing and he was down, but they tilted it <laughs> they, they, so it looked they, like I had lost had like, the fight. They had actually, like a prototypical it was a very uh, pre nine eleven. Uh, this is the twin towers it's still standing. I don't know if you all know that. Yeah. I have a loft. <laughs> <laughs> I was just eating on the windows of the world this That's morning. Right, yeah. I swear. Thirteenth floor. You know, a lot of places buildings don't have a thirteenth floor because of superstitious. But I, I, found I, I got a pretty good deal on the apartment. <laughs> Anyways, I still think a tiger would uh, uh, eviscerate any sort of equine foe. Yeah, I'd love it. if this show started an actual conspiracy theory that the Twin Towers are just still there. <laughs> and Mike Tyson lives in it. <laughs> Mike, how's the towers? <laughs> it's brilliant out here. Yeah. Great. <laughs> These things are completely unshakable, man. <laughs> <laughs> it was a hologram. Yeah. It's, it's got to be a big fucking horse, man. Yeah. Yeah. A tiger is so ferocious. Horses can be bastards. It's just, it, yeah, of course, yeah, totally. But like to eat, is it flesh. A, was it a wild horse? No, it was a horse a that domesticated was, horse. It was a horse that was gifted, uh, I believe, I believe is to the king, and then it just got loose and went crazy. Mm. Horses do eat meat. There's like, Tibetan horses are known to eat meat. There's a whole, yeah, there's a whole thing about that. Uh, and horses, horses hunt. There's plenty of stories of horses like knocking bird nests onto the ground so they can eat the birds. Huh. Mm-hmm. You're blowing my fucking mind. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't want to talk about those mean horses. I mm-hmm. want to talk about maybe the smartest horse in the history of horses. Sarah oh. Jessica Parker. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. That's such a stupid joke. But I thought you were going to say Mr. Ed. No. He talks. He's charming. He was charming. <laughs> I want to talk about a horse named Beautiful Jim Key. Huh. Hmm. And a lot of this comes from uh, beautiful Jim Key, his, the 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 promoter's uh, writing from 1898, Albert R. Rogers, and his and his writing, his mini uh, 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 um, essay. I don't know what you call it. The story of beautiful Jim Key. It sounds like a cross between like a like a um, 
like a like a like a you know Beautiful a, Jim Key like kind of yeah like a like a parrot head wrestler. Oh, yeah, right. yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Beautiful Jim Key sounds yeah, like you know yeah. Val Venus. Uh, yeah, kind of like a you know Rowdy, Mar- Margaritaville Rowdy, uh, yeah. Marauder. <laughs> Beautiful Jim Key. Yeah, I never looked up. There's, there's got to be a really bad song the, the, about him. The, the prettiest expat in all the islands. <laughs> Ex-parrot. That's fucking played by John McAfee. <laughs> Tune on turds. <laughs> Horses eat meat and shit. <laughs> Sip it on lemonade. <laughs> Well, okay, I'm going to break your uh, your arrow timeline here, Aaron. I'm going back to 1870s. Taking it back. Taking it back. We're in Persia, <gasps> where Sheikh Ahmed has four horses who he claims lineage stretches all the way back to horses owned by the pharaohs. Mm. He has the kingly four, he calls them. Mm. Three stallions, oh, Phyllis, Ectus, and Rhenus. Anus. With an R. Rainus. Oh, yeah. So you said Phyllis? Hello, Ec- I'm Phyllis. <laughs> Phyllis, Ectus, and Rainus. Those are the men. But then he has... Phyllis, I barely know us. <laughs> Phyllis will what? <laughs> Rectus? Who told you that? And you're e- saying, you're saying, you're saying Rainus, not, Ectus and not anus. R-A-N-U-S. Okay. Rainus, maybe. R-A-N-U-S. R anus. You got your anus. You got our anus. Hey, everybody's anus. Your anus is good for you. I don't know. You're more of an R anus. No. But out of the four horses, the ultimate prize was the mare. <gasps> Fair Loretta. Mm. Loretta. The most beautiful horse anyone had ever seen. And this I don't is. Know, I know a guy that eats horse pussy, and I'm sure he has a bone to pick with Loretta. Well, probably like to get a gander at. I don't know, it tastes like grass. <laughs> We this... did an episode about animals, okay? Oh, yeah. that's, that's a good Patreon. Oh, we released that, too. That's we did? A, yeah. That's a public episode, too. So this is from Albert Rogers. In every black tent down the Arkaba and to the ocean, and across to the Euphrates and beyond to the Sea of the Scythians. Scythians. You get it? That's a perfect Carlin word. Scythians. The renown of Loretta, the worshipped of all, was the daily talk. <laughs> and for her health and safety, their daily alas. Hmm. Every day they prayed for the safety of, the of this beautiful horse. Really? Yep. I'd be probably praying for this horse to stop being so hot that I think about it all the time. Because <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm like, God, it's so pretty. I don't even want to think about it anymore. Well, I feel it's weird. Tough times out there. Yeah. It's dry. Yeah. yeah. It's very dry. <laughs> it gives me all kinds of inclinations. Uh, not when I'm looking at this horse. <laughs> I'm soaking wet. <laughs> I'm a Scythian <laughs> refugee. <laughs> What's a Scythian? Somebody from Scythia. Yeah, I do. I don't know more than that. Cool. Yeah. Perfect. Shut up. Let me put two and two together. <laughs> so enter Jack Randall. He's an Englishman. Uh huh. And he arrives one day. No one says why. But he, according to uh, <laughs> Rogers, he has light hair and an oily tongue. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I hear there's a horse here that can't be seduced. <laughs> Luckily, in this arid climate, I have an oily tongue. I'm sure that horse could use a hand. Or a tongue. Yeah, even a tongue. Now, here you have the most gorgeous horse 
Oh, God. Well, he didn't know that right away, but he shows up just, I don't know, to see the Sheik. I don't know. Maybe he's in town. No one says why he's there, but he shows up. I'm Jack Randall. (laughs) (laughs) Who's the Sheik around here, damn it? Randall. (laughs) Oh, damn it. You cover up the women, but not the horses, I see. (laughs) Your mistake, chaps. (laughs) I've been told to meet a Loretta. Hey, Loretta's her name. My God! She's beautiful! (laughs) She smells like freshly cut grass! Look at that cock on her! She's huge! It's a cock? I don't know what I'm doing. Fucking asshole. Uh, It's huge vagina. I like to spice it up a little bit. I mean, bestiality's cool, man, but homosexual bestiality? (laughs) No, I thought I was being uh, transgender. Not that I believe in gender. No, I'm just trans fun. Yeah. You're transgressing. Is what Thank you're you. doing. Yeah, probably. Well, it does taste like grass. Transgrassing. Transgrassing. <laughs> but my, my grass identifies as hay. The grass, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to keep off the grass lately. Yeah. Oh, oh. Hey. <laughs> I've been off the grass and into the snow. <laughs> what is oh, it's winter? Yeah. So he, uh, Jack Randall shows up and he flatters the sheik and the sheik uh, is just charmed by him and says, let me show you my beautiful horse. <laughs> Whatever you do, don't fuck her. <laughs> She's mine. And, and upon seeing Loretta, apparently, uh, Jack Randall says, I must have this horse. <laughs> oh. I'm going to enslave all of you fools and take this horse for myself. I'm going to enslave you and inseminate the mare. <laughs> When I'm done, you can clean up. <laughs> You're a town of cucks. Loretta, you're too good for this town, love. Come with me and let me show you a real city. <laughs> London, we're choking to death. <laughs> you can shit wherever you want. They just mash it down into the streets. <laughs> the streets are 90% feces. You love it. People are fucking in the streets. It's great. <laughs> So, uh, so Mr. Randall says he, he must buy her. He offers her weight in gold, which... Uh, it's like a fucking 1,500 pounds. Jesus Christ. And then he offers... Take a, a shit first, though. <laughs> 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 we'll need it for the streets in London. <laughs> You'll get it back. You'll get it back. So uh, the, the, the sheik says no. So he offers 1,000 horses. Again, the sheik says no. He says, yeah. I'll give you 1,000 horses for your one? Yes. This is the most beautiful horse in the history of horses. Yeah, yeah. You know, these, this, these thousand horses are all busted. Yeah, this is the horse that sails a thousand horses. Uh, these are classically yeah. unhot horses, probably. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Oh. Well, yeah. You get those three male horses and then this one woman. Woof. Yeah. So, uh, in the middle of the night, Mr. Randall just sneaks up, cuts a hole in the back of where, she, of, of, of where she's sleeping mm-hmm. through the animal skins. And gets on her and rides her through the desert. Through the animal skins? Well, she, well, her, well, you know, her, 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 her lodging. The is walls. that all there is? There's no wall? The wall. It, the wall was the, wall, the animal The wall skin. is yeah. animal skin. Yeah, yeah, they're in Scythia. <laughs> right, and it's very dry. Thank you. <laughs> Pay attention. Fucking asshole. I'm going to read a blog. <laughs> so he kidnaps her. And he rides her through the desert. <laughs> Here we are. <laughs> She's not very good at running, but she looks great. <laughs> Do you know what roadhead is, my sweet? <laughs> You're not one of those baby-eating horses, are you? <laughs> now he takes her... Uh... Pro-choice. <laughs> he takes her to England... 
Apparently, I don't know. He puts her on a boat or something. Where you? Not to be insensitive. What color is she? <laughs> no God. word. No word. No. Yeah, be- beauty has no color, Aaron. Well, thank, I'm just worried you. about the. Be- yeah, I'm just worried about our listeners I'm right now. I'm worried about you the townsfolk <laughs> of London wondering. You know, you got a Aaron, a beautiful horse, a beautiful horse. I mean, you're telling me, pal. I know. <laughs> you know but, all you about know, it. these assholes back in London at the time. No, know. they don't have any. They don't have any problem with. No, that. London they're, they're, loved her. Yeah, Aww. she shows up in London. She's the belle of the ball. He sells her to a circus for fifty thousand dollars. Oh, and they love her, which is about one million dollars today. Jesus. And every, she is the biggest. Everybody shows up to see this horse in London. I bet the sheik was shitting. Oh, there's this whole story about how someone came to him to tell it, and and every time the guy mentioned that the horse was gone, he took out his scab. He took out his knife and was like, "I'm going to stab this guy." Don't tell me she's still gone. Oh my god, Jesus Christ! Don't tell me she's still gone. Well, every time you tell, He's like, it, I don't want to hear about it. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah, never tell me the odds. So uh, Loretta, she's a huge hit in England, but the ho- the circus is not keeping good care of her. Of course, yeah. She gets worn out. She gets uh-huh. brought to America. She's getting haggard, not so hot anymore. Yeah. Brought Starts to America. Porn. She's sold to a smaller circus. Oh, God. And then the circus isn't uh, keeping uh, good care of her. Oh, God. The circus? Not yeah. yeah, I know. Shocker. So they auction her off to a man. A man. Named Dr. William Key. And I got to tell you, Will, I got to get into William Key. All I right. know we're all doing animals here. But well, William Key yeah. is uh, old Willie Key. Oh, Billy Key! A lot of this, uh, this a lot of this comes from the Tennessee Encyclopedia because that's where William Key was from. Isn't that a sex move? <laughs> what, what, what's the move? From the Tennessee Encyclopedia. <laughs> uh, you, you lick your thumb, uh-huh. and then you just flip through the pages. Oh, I get it. <laughs> Until you get to, you get a paper cut. <laughs> Until it gets bloody. Yeah, 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 shove it up your butt. Oh my god, <sighs> dude, you love fucking ass play. That's canon. That's <laughs> canon. John yeah. loves ass play. Yeah, it's like and that's you, fine. It's like you protecting kid touchers. Yeah, that's yes. that's canon. Yeah, everybody deserves the right to a fair trial. <laughs> <laughs> it's not whether you broke the law or if it's right or wrong. So can you prove it? Cool. All right. Dude. So William Key. <laughs> William Key was born a slave in 1833 in Winchester, Tennessee. Winchester, Tennessee, of course, home of Mary Sharp College, which is no longer college, and uh, the great uh, professor at Mary Sharp College, Dr. Zuinglius Calvin Graves. Oh, come on. I've never seen the name Zuinglius. Zuing, can I read that? How do you spell that? I'm going to tell you right now. Bottom of the page. Oh, dude! Yeah, hit me, hit me. <laughs> I, just, I had to, I had to write it down because I saw it. I, I, like, I think this is like a, a sex move too. <laughs> oh like yeah, Conolingus, Zuinglius. <laughs> uh, I was down there and I Zuinglius. Z Z Z Z U I N G L I U S Zuinglius. Wow, it, what do you think is that? Is that like so Anglo? It's like Latin. No, no, no. I mean, he was born a slave. No, no, no. That's a different guy. No, that's another guy. Oh, that was okay. a guy who was a professor at oh. Mary Sharp College. So one of the oh, one of the only professors. One of white. the greatest um, uh, women's colleges before it folded. Before it folded. Yeah, they would teach stuff like Amherst College did, but to women. Okay. That's kind of their thing. And why did it fold? Tennessee in the eighteen hundreds. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, so, a 
William Key, at age five, his owner dies, and then he is willed to his owner's cousin of the same name, John Key, in Shelbyville, Tennessee. And at age six, he is known throughout Shelbyville as being one of, a, a, for some, like a kid who just like is great at working with horses and mules. Huh. At age six, he's already a horse whisperer. And so because of this, they let him uh, learn to read, and he starts reading vet books and uh, veterinarian books and uh, starts creating animal remedies to, to heal the animals. Balms. Mm-hmm. Salves. Liniments. Liniments. I love horse liniment. So in 1862, by then he's uh, 29. He, uh, the Civil War shows up, right? You know, just out of nowhere. Yeah. And uh, he follows his master's two sons up to Fort Donaldson. They're part of the Confederacy. And up in, uh, they hole in at Fort Donaldson as his Confederate fort. And he loves his master's sons so much, he decides he's going to go with them and protect them throughout the uh, Civil War. Jesus. And so, uh, uh, and, and he digs this whole, f- he digs this like sub fort in the fort that everybody calls Fort William because they're like, wow, what a cool idea. And then he hides the kids in there when the firing starts. Eventually, the fort surrenders. And as they're surrendering, he steals the kids out uh, and they all escape. And they run into Nathan Bedford Forest forces and he joins them. And then again at Stones River, where another battle was happening, he was captured by Union forces trying to smuggle a black man from the Union lines into the Confederacy. And because they catch him, they sentence him to hang. And uh, But as, as he's uh, sentenced to hang, he's sitting in jail, and he overhears that one of the commanders uh, needs a cook. Hmm. And he, he says, well, you know, I, I'm, I'm a good cook. This is for the Union forces. Yeah. He's, yeah. He's in, the Union forces arrest him. He's a prisoner of them. And uh, he, he says to the guy, well, you know, I'm a good cook, and also uh, I'm also a pretty good poker player. And they say, oh, you're a really good poker player. Well, let's play some poker. And he says, uh, this, is, this is William himself, he says, this is a, a Captain Prather was the, the, the captain who was like, oh, you want to play poker? And so William says, I like the looks of Captain Prather, and I knew he was a great poker player. And I'd never found a man that could beat me. So I went with Captain Prather, and in six weeks, I owned everything he had. What? He owed me over $1,000. He gave me a pass to go home for the debt. He gambles his way out of a hanging. Jesus. And he goes home to the south. Yep. Well, even then, he still doesn't go home. As, he, as he's leaving, he goes and he runs into another camp where he's captured by another Union force. Oh, for God's sake. Get the cards out. And this time, he escapes. He postpones his execution by paying them $1,000 that he had sewn into his shoes. From Prather? Yeah. Wow. And so they postpone his execution. Now, I just want to postpone this. Now, yeah. I'm coming back. I will be back. I now, promise. this is $1,000. This is another camp <laughs> where he postpones it. They're still holding him as a prisoner. But then the next day, Confederate forces liberate that camp, and he's free again. And now again. he's still a black man this entire time. Yes. He has not done any sort of gen- uh, and now, assignments. But now when it's coming back and forth, did the Confederate forces not come upon him and suspect that he is... Double dealing? Uh, not part of the... Con- not, not loyal to the Confederacy? Does that not come up as an issue? I mean, it doesn't seem like it. Seems, well, he's trying to take a black man from the Union into yeah. the Confederacy. Yeah. So Fair. that was the first way they caught him. Wow, man. That's one. Wild. A black man was taking another black man? Into the Confederacy. He's like, we got to get you out of there. Yeah, you're going to love it down here. Yeah. <laughs> but maybe it's kind of like a, they won't notice if it's just you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, was, yeah. It, was, it was under the Underground Railroad. Whoa. It was the... 
But, yeah. you know, also as a slave who is so good with horses, yeah. who's better than everybody else with and horses. And poker and cooking? This well, guy's they, a fucking character, dude. So, they arrive back in Shelbyville after... So, eventually he meets up again with the, the boys, his master's kids. Yeah. They arrive back in Shelbyville, and they find that the master has died, and the farm has been mortgaged out, so they need to make money. So he starts getting to work. He starts gambling in town, and he invents a liniment he calls Keystone Liniment, which becomes the best-selling animal rubs of all... One of the best-selling animal rubs of all time. Whoa. And in no time, he's made enough money from the liniment to uh, save the farm and pay for both of these kids to go to Harvard. Oh, my God. He sends both of them to Harvard. The master's children. Yes. Yeah. Who are basically, because the master died, basically his master's. Right. No, yeah. Right. But it sounds like he's kind of the master. I mean... What's going yeah. on? I am it's a crazy world. You yeah. know what? Hey, I don't know what's going on either. <laughs> you know? But I'll tell you something. We're going to build this pipeline and get this Keystone <laughs> to all fucking corners of the country. Keystone liniment. Yeah. Keystone liniment. Keystone pipeline. Keystone light. Keystone light. Yeah, Keystone light. <laughs> the non bit of beer yeah, yeah. yeah. It's for the show ponies. Yeah. <laughs> Keystone light. <laughs> I love liniment. Oh, it's yeah. the best on a sandwich. I, I mean, mean hey, uh, John Fahey at... Uh, that's oh, like a liniment? Yeah. No, 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 yeah, no, no. it's exactly no. like a liniment. No, it's not. It's a, it's, it's a rub. It's a balm. It's, it's a, a balm. It's a balm. It's a salve. Yeah. It's a, it's a panacea. A, yeah. yeah. All right. It's a, it's a symphony of relief, actually. A it, symphony of relief? Yeah. Wow, that's Are not you bad. conducting it? No, but uh, somebody, S- somebody, somebody at Hip Hop came up with that with that wording, and I think it's really cool. I so. love a good symphony. Yeah. Symphony of relief. And it's it's factual. Hipbomb.com. Get some for your mom. She's in agony. Oh my God! What? She's in agony? <laughs> no, she's not in agony. She might be in ecstasy. mild discomfort or agony. She might be in ecstasy. I mean, if I'm not around, she's not in ecstasy. But she's on. It. She's on ecstasy. <laughs> now, William Key, after five years back in Shelbyville from the liniment, from the gambling, by now after five years, he owns a horse hospital. He's a dentist working on horses and slaves. He opens a racetrack. <laughs> he opens a restaurant. He Jesus. opens a hotel and a pharmacy. Don't look a gift slave in the mouth. <laughs> and after all this, he decides that he wants to get into horse racing, and he organizes a traveling minstrel show, minstrel and medicine show, where he uses animals to demonstrate how, how powerful his liniments are. Oh, my God. Yeah. How are the animals doing such a thing? Well, right. if I rub this lemon on this horse's cock, you'll see that he <laughs> He'll ejaculate with such force as if to uh, concuss a young woman. Yeah. <laughs> as if to quell a riot. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, okay. So now he's just a full-blown uh, like business uh, oh, yeah. uh, uh, mastermind. Magnate. He is a magnate. He's uh, he's a... Uh, He's still is he still owned by these these two jackasses that are I mean, I, I mean I guess in theory. He's owned by the people he put through Harvard? Yeah. I mean when the Civil War is over, slavery is illegal. So. Oh yeah, yeah, and we know that, that I mean it's oh. quote it's quote illegal. That took that took off right yeah, away. Yeah, he's not arrested and in jail on some jumped up thing, you know. Oh, so, so, yeah. Man, that is so fucking crazy. No wonder he wanted to bring blacks down to the south. He was having a great time. <laughs> yeah. They let me own a business. I got liniments. I'm a dentist. I send these kids to school. I don't even like them, but you know. <laughs> I guess he loved those yeah, kids. He loved them. He built them a shelter. Yes. Yeah. He built them a shelter within the shelter. It was uh built them so, the so, made a, he made a couch for so it. So real fucking character, man. Yeah. This guy, yes. Mr. And Key. so Mr. we Key. get 
to late 1880s, right? Yeah. He's in Tupelo, Mississippi, Elvis. traveling around doing his minstrel show, and where uh, that all of a sudden there's a circus that's like, we got to get rid of this horse, Loretta. Mm-hmm. And he goes, because everybody says this horse, it, it's done. Yeah. It might have been beautiful years ago, but yeah. it's no good. And he it's says, a little long in the tooth. He says, you know, I'm a, I'm a fucking horse whisperer. He buys Loretta in no time, in a year. Yeah. She's back and beautiful. Yeah. She's so again the most putting beautiful. Starts good yeah. makeup again. And... and so. The whole she's all that thing, right? He takes Loretta and he breeds her with a standard bred stallion named Tennessee Volunteer. Huh. One of these studs Tennessee. in Tennessee. Now, the standard bred, the name standard bred arose to the, quote, standard requirement of breeding stock to be able to trot. Or pace a mile within a certain time limit. Two the balls. standard bred horse was 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 bred to trot around a track with a, a carriage, you know, like a like a, a carriage racing. Yeah. Right. And uh, trotting horses were they first came to the Americas uh, the 17th century. The, the first trotting races were held in the 17th century. That's like pedestrianism for horses now. Basically, yeah. And the standard bred bloodline stretches back to an English thoroughbred named Messenger. That arrived in the United States in 1788. Okay. Huh. So, Tennessee, a message. Tennessee Volunteer, yeah. was <laughs> The message was his head in a bed. <laughs> well, the medium was the message, and the currency was charisma. <laughs> so, okay, so thoroughbreds, thoroughbreds are your, your full-speed racing horses. Thoroughbreds are hot-blooded, Ooh. and they run at full speed. So when you're doing those races, but also they get injured a lot, and but they, your standard-bred horses... You know, they have a nice little trot. They move yeah. at, you know, a nice little <laughs> casual Cruisers. speed. Cruisers. Yeah. We don't have to break a sweat. And Let's just have a nice day. I don't want to be one of the 37 <laughs> horses that died at Santa Anita Racetrack this year. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I like to take it easy. <laughs> so, uh, standard bred horses are a little more placid, a little more agreeable. Yeah. So, this great standard bred horse, Tennessee Volunteer, uh, he... Mates with Loretta, right? It's the most like beautiful Dudley, horse like in the Dudley world. It's like Dudley Moore fucking Bo Derek in uh -huh. town. No, was that what it's like? It's exactly. I don't know. Well, Dudley Moore is not exactly. <laughs> well, was the was the guy horse hot? No, I mean, he was a standard bred. No, but he was a stud of uh, of trotting horses. Oh. Everybody said this is the horse you got. So he's fuck. like this the Bull gotta... Durham. He's yeah, the home run leader of the minor yeah. leagues. Yeah. Right. Having sex with Susan Sarandon. Hey, pretty fucking nice. Yeah, I mean, not too at, bad. At that time, that was a pretty good time. Don't even have to wear the garters. Oh, no condoms. So, they have sex. Loretta, That's she so gets pregnant in 1890. And so this is supposed to be a horse of the gods, you know? But, doc <laughs> you know? Dr. William Key, this is what he says about it. This is what he says about the horse that came out of it. Oh, out of Loretta. Out of Loretta. He says... He pretty nearly done broke my heart, for he was one of the most spingled, shank-legged animal I ever did see. There was an old, no-account, bow-legged black guy named Jim, that, <laughs> named Jim that lived near me, and I named the horse after him, though I had some very fine Bible names picked out. But I took mighty fine care of Jim, the horse, and before long his legs began to straighten out, and he was a knowing colt, I tell you. He just lived in my house and followed me around like a dog. Huh? Did he just big league another slave? He wanted to know what everything was, and I commenced to teach him simple things. One of the first things he learned, and I didn't teach him either, was to unfasten the gate and let himself out in the road.
to let himself out in the road. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to, to uh, unlock the gate and and get out in the road. Yeah, and go for a little trot. Yeah, right into traffic. So he was a simpleton horse. <laughs> oh no, Aaron. Oh no. Oh no. This is a very special horse. Doctor Bill. He says, "Is this the Forrest Gump of horses?" I mean, he, no. Sp- spindly legs came out. No, 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 no. Forrest Gump was like a dumb guy who like did amazing things. Yeah, yeah. This is this is the nature. smartest horse maybe in the history of the world, Darren. Oh my God. So Doctor Bill, he senses. He goes, "This horse is learning stuff. Mm-hmm. I got a smart horse." Physic- yeah. Physically, how was he? Though? He said after he said Hot. after a okay. year, he had fixed the, everything. Was fixed. Okay, got it. He was worried because it came out like a clump, and then right. by the end of it, it was straightened. Uh, isn't you know? that poetic? Yeah, it's it's could be. It is kind of like Forrest Gump. So, <laughs> so af- after <laughs> after one year, <laughs> such a fucking cantankerous piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was just exactly like I said. I guess. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyways, continue yeah. With anyway, that. yeah. Go on with what you were saying mm-hmm. about. <laughs> so after one year, Dr. Bill, Dr. William Key, he goes to work. He says, I'm going to train this horse. And so first thing he does, he teaches him to lie down and roll. Okay. Then uh, he teaches him, uh, 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 because he's doing the menstrual shows, he teaches the menstrual horse. Shows? <laughs> Min- minstrel shows? <laughs> minstrel. Minstrel. <laughs> Bleed, motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> I command you. <laughs> it's natural. <laughs> <laughs> my cock is my uh, And so he teaches. He teaches uh, uh, Jim. He names a horse Jim. He teaches Jim <laughs> to to uh, uh, show symptoms of bot and colic. Uh, mm. And bot bot is uh, it's a symptom of horses that have uh, have a bot fly larvae in- infestation. So in the spring, bot flies will leave this larva on the horse in places where the horse can groom itself. Yeah. The horse will lick uh, those those places, get the larva in their uh, in their mouth, swallow into their stomach. Shit. The larva will then uh, grow, and what it will do it is it will hang on and become a mess, and then get shat out and reproduce in the, the dung in the fall. Brilliant. And then, Great. <laughs> So he he taught the horse to to pretend, to, like to he pretend had... because then he would heal it with the liniment, mm. uh... and so that's the second thing he teaches him. Then then he starts teaching the horse. He realizes that the horse recognizes objects, so he teaches the horse to recognize uh, objects and colors. He says this is it, and he 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 says after six months of this, uh, he was able to teach the horse to eat sugar. And by and and the horse didn't want to eat sugar at all, and mm. so he kept trying to like hand it sugar. Keto. And then so then he would take an apple and he would put sugar on the apple, and eventually he got the horse to realize that apple and sugar are two different things, because he would give it an apple and he would give it sugar, and he would put the sugar on the apple. The horse would eat it, and then he would take the sugar away, mm-hmm. and the horse would eat it, and then he would have the sugar there. The horse would. And so eventually, after all this whole process, the horse realized that apple and sugar are two different things and oh. unique. What the fuck is the point of that? It's, a, it's, a, it's this process of learning. Okay. To establish one thing is... Just to understand it. Yeah. Yes. Now, because... well, now I, I still don't understand what the, the, the point of teaching it to fake that it had the, the larva. Well, because... So then he could heal it with the liniment during so he, the show. So he could grift the pe- people. Uh-huh. Oh, got look, it. he's got bot. I rub my liniment. No oh, okay, yes. got it, got it. To sell the product. Exactly. Absolutely, okay. Yeah. But then, so he realizes his horse is already, he knows apple. 
He knows sugar. Mm-hmm. What else could he know? And so eventually, over the next couple of years, he teaches the horse the alphabet. What? He starts with the letter A, and what he would do is he put sugar on a card. The horse would lick the card, and then eventually he moved on to a tin, uh, a piece of tin with the letter A on it. And he, the horse, eventually recognizes that A is a, so he would say A, A, A. And after a lot, after enough time, the horse realized that A was its own unique thing. Jesus Christ! And. What Bill, what what Doctor Bill did is uh, he would say, "Okay, A," and then the horse would go over to a rack of letters, pick up the A with his mouth, and bring it over to him. Fuck! And for this, he would get an apple with some sugar on it. Damn! And then one day, his wife, who his wife uh, eventually Bill married, and but they don't say much about how what happened there. But his because the horse the horse would like the horse would sleep in the house with him. Yeah, they were always together. Yeah. And yeah. so uh, the wife one day she doesn't like the horse, <laughs> but she yeah. huh. hmm. she Weird. goes she goes into where the, the the pen where he's in and she goes would you like an apple and Jim nods at her. The horse knew yes, <gasps> and once she realized the horse knew yes, they became best friends. Oh, and she would. She be- didn't know the horse was already smart with all this other shit. This <laughs> yeah, fucking I mean, psycho's doing all day. Yeah, he's, he's writing a fucking poetry. He's writing a haiku with apples. <laughs> but all you needed was a. Uh, I think so. Jesus, no wonder he didn't leave with the horse. Now, also unknown to Jim, that the the uh, also unknown to Doctor Bill, Jim had also learned to open drawers. Oh, so he was going through all types of shit, right, re- reading all his documents. Uh-huh. Any raid. One day, Bill's like, "Oh, you know, where, where, are, they, where are my all my apples going out of this drawer? I think the kids are taking them." Jim, <laughs> Jim's rolling a doobie. Where'd you learn to do this? <laughs> so, so Bill, you know, one day he 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 spies on Jim, and he sees Jim uh, carefully untwine the rope from the drawer with his teeth and pull the drawer out and take the apples out of the drawer. Fucking motherfucker, man! Apples. And so after this, that's uh, why I don't keep horses in the house, dude. Exactly. That's why I don't have apples. After this, Bill <laughs> Bill moves on to numbers. No. It takes months and months, but eventually, Dr. Bill teaches Jim, beautiful Jim the horse, how to count and recognize numbers under 30. Mm-hmm. And he can do math, he can do math problems. Yeah. Jeez, that's so many numbers. So, he's just accounting for the businesses too, right? Yeah. He's, I mean, yeah. He's like, this isn't working, dude. <laughs> This is not my, this Listen, is not up. He's like, yeah. He's like, do you want to go out there with the savages that eat babies? <laughs> yeah, and fight tigers. You can yeah. go ahead, but here we we honestly we're we're going like into like negative apples right now. <laughs> I mean, we. So, I mean, <laughs> I'm looking at. I'm looking at. I'm like, Mr. Key, I've been going over these numbers. <laughs> it's, not it's just. <laughs> it's really. Um, we I don't want to know. Talking, I'm talking. I'm talking Keys. about like I'm gonna have to start barfing up sugar <laughs> to just pay this shit back. <laughs> I'm talking about no apples. <laughs> you know. So because he does own all these other businesses at the time, doesn't he? He does. Still? Yeah. But yeah. he has all day long to teach this fucking horse arithmetic. Uh huh. Good God Almighty! And the kids are still at Harvard. 
I mean, I, the I don't, kids. They don't mention the kids after a while. Yeah, the horse. Yeah. The horse they, is far more you know interesting. What? I think. I, I think. I think he embarrassed those kids to the point <laughs> that they gave up ownership. They're yeah. like, you know, uh, yeah, you know, we actually have a slave back home. Uh, yeah, he's, he pays our tuition and yeah. teaches a horse how to read. And, <laughs> yeah, where is that a metaphor for us going to Harvard? Who's the yeah. slave? Yeah. <laughs> it's a. Uh, it's because he's inferior. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking idiot! <laughs> it's like paying you know, our bills, teaching yeah. animals how to. Yeah, actually, uh, it's kind of weird. Huh? Uh, next year, Harvard is accepting its first horse. <laughs> uh, uh, weird. So, after seven years of this, uh, uh, 1897, Doctor Bill is asked to be on the quote Negro Committee at the Tennessee Centennial Exposition, mm-hmm. and he says, "Well." Okay, well, this is going to be a, what you know. You know what I should do? I've been doing all these shows. Why don't I bring out? Uh, let's do a whole Jim show. Yeah, all about Jim. And so he has uh, beautiful Jim makes his first official public appearance in Nashville in front of President McKinley. Uh-oh. McKinley says, "Quote: this is, this is certainly the most astonishing and entertaining exhibition I've ever witnessed. <laughs> May I be shot dead? <laughs> <laughs> this has been the most exciting thing I'll see until a bullet." <laughs> <laughs> May God shoot me dead. <laughs> Little did you know that uh, Jim was an expert marksman. Little <laughs> did you know that Jim was an avowed anarchist. <laughs> deep, deep cover for years. Was it McKinley shot by the anarchists? I don't even know. Yeah, he was. He was shot by anarchists. Yeah. I did not know that it was an anarchist. That did yeah, he said, I am an anarchist. I have done my duty immediately after oh, I am uh, an That one? Was it Kennedy? No, he was doing Johnny Rotten. That was great, Aaron. I respect you a lot for that. That was very nice. I really, really like that. I am an anarchist. I am an anarchist. I don't care what my father says. Ich bin ein anarchist. So from this, Dr. William, Dr. Bill, he says, this is great. Let's take it on the road. Did Jim shoot Kennedy? <laughs> he t- so he takes it on the road. They start. Tra- they travel in private train cars. Of course. The, uh, the Jim, if they can't find a clean pond, he drinks bottled water. Pond. Thank you. Uh, bottled he, water back then, yeah, huh? Yeah, I know, yeah. Jesus Christ. He has an entourage. He has two grooms, a vet, and a dog named Monk, who's also his bodyguard. Hell yeah. And Monk would sometimes stand on his back uh, for fun, I guess. Probably not a veteran. <laughs> I'm just saying, Stubby had two purple hearts, so. They went to Boston, Cincinnati, Nashville twice, Atlanta, Birmingham, Chattanooga, New Orleans twice, Philadelphia three times, Pittsburgh (laughs) twice, Atlantic City twice, Trenton, Reading, and countless state fairs. Just just doing math and stuff? Just doing, I'll I'll read you the show program in one second. Let's go through the money. Muncie, Indiana, one week. They made $1,847. That's about $52,000. Oh, uh, my God. In Muncie, they go apeshit for horses. Oh, yeah, Yeah. they go horseshit for apes. Yeah. Uh, New Orleans Exposition, three weeks. They make five three weeks. Three weeks in New Orleans Exposition. They make five thousand two hundred eleven dollars fifty cents. It's about one hundred forty-seven thousand dollars today. Philadelphia Export Exposition. Seven weeks. One hundred seventy-three two hundred sixty tickets. One hundred seventy-three thousand two hundred sixty tickets are sold. They make twenty thousand six hundred twelve dollars ninety cents. It's about five hundred eighty-one thousand dollars today. Oh my God! And this is the show. Generally, 
The audience is requested to. This is from uh, uh, um, Rogers. Uh, the audience. Uh, the audience are requested to ask questions. Please speak directly to the horse and he will respond promptly. A hint, he enjoys applause. Apparently he recognized applause. If there was a really small crowd and they weren't applauding, he'd he would do this. <laughs> <laughs> no, Aaron, can you tell the people at home what you just acted out? I just did the, uh, the Hulk the, Hogan. The waving the hand, I can't hear you, and then, and then putting, putting it to, it to your ear. ear yeah. like, I need to hear more of this yeah. raucous uh, applause. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on this page, let me let me show you. I'll, I'll show you guys and everybody at home who's watching the video. I'll show you a picture of uh, Doctor Bill here. Fucking Bojack Horseman shit, you know. Uh, there you go, John Boy. Oh, that's Doctor Bill. Yeah, Doctor William Key looks like a sensible man. Yeah, big old beard. Now, is there curly any, hair? Is there any way to disprove uh, my assertion that this is like an ancestor of Mister Hands? <laughs> no, that's not your assertion at all. It's just I, a dumb thing you're saying. You don't mean that one bit. I mean, I, I mean it 100. <laughs> percent I don't think Mr. Hands actually died. I think he just retired. He nodded so he hard. Re- he retired died. to Mexico and became Senor Hands. <laughs> <laughs> Senor Manos. <laughs> Taking a silver dollar out of. Wait, hold on, hold uh, on. Oh, Come on. You're showing me. I thought no, you... I showed you the one. No, don't fuck look it up. You Come fucking on. this up, dude. Nothing is fucked here. <laughs> Keep clicking on you're pictures. Not. You're clicking uh-huh. on pictures. Oh my god. Yeah, you can't get. So no, no, November. Yeah, by choice for real. <laughs> The program. Then, after after the audience applauds, uh, Jim, then he opens school. He rings a bell to say that school is open. And then what he does next is uh, he picks out a letter. You know, someone says a letter. He picks out any letter they call for uh, or a, pl- a playing card or a number. There's a whole rack of them. And uh, I'll show you. I'll show you guys this one here. Did When you say he put sugar on the apple to train the horse, are you sure it wasn't Coke? Hey, Coke is sugar. Sugar is Coke. Sugar is sugar. That's exactly right. So so there would be a rack behind the horse of all the letters. And he would go get them. Yes. The crowd shouts out, K! Mm -hmm. And And he he would pick it out. He's doing a a Vanna White routine. You start small. You start small. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Vanna, don't get ahead of yourself. A horse could do your job. (laughs) So then, after that... uh, Oh, my God, that's crazy. Jim, this is, uh, again, from the program. Jim shows his proficiency in figuring, adding, multiplying, dividing, and subtracting any number below 30. Hmm. So then he does a math problem for you. Then four... He spells any ordinary name you ask for. Hmm. What? So he, you could say the name and he'd spell it? He could say no. the name. You could say the name what and he would spell it. What about his name? Zwingling. <laughs> that was the, the picture I just showed you is him spelling Jim Key. Whoa. He would pull out a card and put it on... <laughs> Hey, Aaron! <laughs> Jim Key. It doesn't say what he does if there's more than one letter Help used. Help me. the same letter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm now going to spell out what is going on. Horse hungry. Horse tired. <laughs> no, you spelled it wrong. To the My factory. mom was so hot. <laughs> Sorry. So then five. Equine Brother. Five. E- Equus Oedipus complex. Yeah. <laughs> Five, he reads and writes. Six, he goes to the post office, gets the mail from any box requested, and files the letter in a regular letter file under any named ask of him. Here's a picture. This is definitely photoshopped, but here's a picture of him acting as postmaster. 
Look on the bottom there. Pony Express, right? That's great stuff. That's great stuff. He's got your letter there. Mm-hmm. And so he takes out your letter. Yeah, it breaks the Fourth Amendment. Unwarranted <laughs> <laughs> <It's> search and seizure. <laughs> okay, it's a yeah, federal well, crime. Fine. Well, wow. <laughs> got to remember this is right in the middle of the Civil War, so laws were kind of up in the air. Yeah, yeah. It was. I mean, you got a slave teaching horses. And it goes seven. Jim distinguishes various pieces of money and goes to a cash register and rings up any amount asked for, bringing the correct change. What? Yeah. This is this horse is like the Elon Musk of horses, because Elon Musk's mom was a model. She was pretty hot. I think she's still a model. I think she's still pretty hot. What? Yeah. Look it up. All right. <laughs> <laughs> is Loretta still around at this point? Uh, no, she she's dead by now. Shit, fuck. She doesn't get to see her progeny uh, do amazing things. Is she fucking eight? Distinguishes colors and flags and tells the time. Nine tells the time. He what time is it? <laughs> Nine. Gives quotations for the Bible. No. Where the horse is mentioned. <laughs> where the horse is mentioned, giving chapter and verse. Now, uh, Dr. Doctor William, he said that he would read the Bible to him, and the horse took extreme interest in any passage that featured a horse. It's oh, bullshit. like the horse of the apocalypse, etc. Yeah, yeah, he loved that one part. Of four, my mom was one of four horsemen, and then I saw I became the, the son of the four horsemen, and now I do the math. Now, I, 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 I noticed you, you, you mentioned uh, horsemen. I couldn't help no, it. No, no, I, I, what, kind of, what kind of horse were we talking about? Were they like a primitive? A, a pale, uh, pale rider? Was any kind of uh, uh, a looming uh, kind of a uh, apocalyptic of dread, uh, sort of uh, uh, plague of locusts or anything? Uh, no, 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 no. Okay, four seventy three is a change. Anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, go on. What did the man say? Ten uses the telephone. <laughs> hey, McKinley said this is the greatest show he's ever seen. All right, he offed himself. <laughs> well, there's nowhere to go but down. Uh, who's on the phone? Oh, it's President McKinley again. Uh, <laughs> All right, uh, you're listening to Horse Chat. This, oh, is, uh, this is Jim. You're on the air. Uh, McKinley, you're on the air. <laughs> McKinley, you're on the air. But welcome, to Jim. Horse it's man. great to be here. Hi, uh, it's four fifty-three in a.m. You're listening to Horse. <laughs> God, I wish there was just one horse that would call me, you know? <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> this is from the program. Eleven. Jim takes a silver dollar from the bottom of a glass jar filled with water without drinking a drop. Parentheses. Considered one of the greatest feats ever performed by an animal. <laughs> Animals love water. <laughs> Here, this is an actual picture this time. This one is not photoshopped. This is a picture of, like of, a, of Jim. Like a sketching. A sketch. No, this is a, a picture photograph? of Jim... Retrieving without drinking a drop, a silver dollar, not one single drop. Yeah, he didn't drink a drop. I mean, his face was soaked in it, <laughs> his long horse face was absolutely drenched in water. But he brings out the silver dollar without drinking a drop. Uh huh. And you got to understand the discipline involved therein. They can't, they, they can't. Now, when does it. he begin uh, like reviewing uh, books and films? Seabiscuit <laughs> hated it. New York Times hates this guy. <laughs> He's reading, they don't shoot horses, do they? <laughs> so, 
Do they? Emphasis on the do they. <laughs> Asking for a friend. <laughs> and then the last part of the program, part 12, Jim offered for sale. Not wanting to leave, he goes lame. And then he's well again. What? Parentheses. One of his most amusing and laughable feats. Hey, Jim, I'm going to sell you to this girl. Yes. And then... No! Yes. That was, he answered the comedy bit? Yeah. Fuck me running. Yeah. Dude, quit. <laughs> I have. Yeah, you can't do math. No, I can't do that. This horse, and this horse can resist <laughs> this horse drinking. This can do math. Look at you, you can't resist it. <laughs> and there's not even a silver dollar in there. <laughs> so, silver tongue. Oily tongue, maybe. See his cock. Oh, God. <laughs> So, imagine. So after all, <laughs> after all this, eventually this guy Rogers, he uh, he he tries to buy the horse from Doctor William Key. William Key says, "You can pay me ten thousand dollars for the horse, but I still get to be his trainer and make money from him, and I still live with him." Rogers says, "Absolutely." <laughs> what? Wait, so yeah. You can just give me ten thousand dollars and nothing changes. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but Rogers then also makes a cut of all a of cut. the of the money. Well, I mean, keys go. How much for me? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that's insane. And so then, they... dude, dude, <laughs> this is getting hold... way out of hand. Why were you holding out on us? This wow. is such a cool story. That's why I wanted to end with it. Good God Almighty! So, well, my chicken had no head. <laughs> No face. Fucking asshole. Still managed to choke to death. <laughs> yeah, and the cat might have been on two boats. I feel stupid now about my stories. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking horse doing uh, counting. So the horse, the horse, the horse is doing its thesis on great horses through history. The great horses. <laughs> this horse ate a child. Yeah. <laughs> He did things a little bit differently. <laughs> Struck his own path. <laughs> so Rogers and William Key, they start working together. They write a play called The Scholar and the Model Office Boy, in which Rogers performs a play with the horse as the office boy. And they so they have a, a play as part of their show. And as they do all of these shows, they also uh, they have people sign a petition. And they say their motto basically is be kind to animals. Hmm. And they sign they get two million people to sign a Aww. petition saying a pledge that saying that they will treat animals well. Oh, that's adorable. And God the, damn it. All of the the headlines about how this is happening is he taught him with kindness. Yeah. Dr. William Key, uh uh the apparently the first guy to ever be like you can teach animals stuff by being kind to them. And yes. this this is the first time. This spreads everywhere. Hmm. And uh, there's a, a, a group that is almost PETA. Um, this is from Boston, 1901, from the Massachusetts Society for the Prevention of Cruelty to Animals, the American Humane Education Society. They say, uh, this is to Albert Rogers, they say, Dear sir, it gives me great pleasure to inform you that you and Dr. William Key and beautiful, quote, Jim Key have been elected honorary members of the, quote, Parent American Band of Mercy, mm -hmm. whose branches now number in our and other countries probably between two and three million members. Signed, I can't read his name, oh, G.O.T. Angel, President of the American Humane Education Society, Massachusetts Society of Prevention of Cruelty Animals, and the Parent American Band of Mercy. And then there's a picture of, of Jim taking that silver dollar out of the... You know, there is this, this thing, you know, in American history that's just like... Uh, of, 
of uh, black folks really just showing uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. humanity yeah. humanity to yeah. an extent that absolutely disgraces uh, the <laughs> yeah. white man, uh, yeah. even in the midst of, you know, just uh, obvious horrific circumstances. <laughs> yeah, yeah, horrific cir- circumstances and, you know, thing of just uh, uh, abundance of love. Uh, even though I feel like I've obviously, you know, from my perspective, I'm like, this guy should have been beating the shit out of his captors. <laughs> but he was just like, whatever, if you, like, you fucking grew up with those kids and you're like, I love those kids, I'm yeah. going to protect them, you know? And then he just goes on to be like this obviously, you know, brilliant business person and, uh, you know, then uh, just uh, fascinated with animals and uh, right. it, it innovative to an extent. Probably never seen since. Have you ever heard of anything to this level before? Teaching animals? Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Who's doing that? All sorts of people. But back then, no one. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's incredible. It's, I'm not taking away. I mean, but no, you're saying say, everybody doesn't know, you <laughs> fucking jackass. You learned to Go read. Go wait outside. You learned to read. You <laughs> simple donkey like me. <laughs> Very good, Aaron. Very good. Very good. Uh, That's yeah, incredible. No, no, it's absolutely astonishing. It's and you're, you didn't take anything away from Matt's story with that shitty commentary. You brought it up. He Matt, made liniments. Just look at me. You made at me. I, have, too. I have actual discussion to contribute. <laughs> well, oh, 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 yeah. You know. What, your cat? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I float. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not too thrilled. <laughs> I'm, pretty, I'm pretty pissed off. Let me tell you something. When I get on board that boat, I'm not going to be fun to deal with. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking horses. Fuck you. horses is writing letters. <laughs> yeah. Your cat could go talk to the horse. <laughs> I hope that horse could teach my cat a thing or two. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, think yeah. so. Yeah. I think so, too. Uh, I really love the idea, though, of uh, particularly of the horse showing interest in, in historical horses. Yeah. <laughs> yes, because yes, of course. the thing about this... Oh, you know, horses. You know, oh. um, uh, if like somebody tells me I have to learn something, I'm like, oh, this fucking sucks. You know right. what I mean? But if it's like, you know, some pervert from history and I want to learn about it, then I'm all over it. Mm-hmm. So how much faster would the horse learn if it was about a subject it was interested in? <laughs> yeah, exactly, like, could exactly. this horse actually have, mm-hmm. you know... That's how they got it. They taught at the alphabet was, you know, apple. It loved apples. Yeah, yeah. So... Right. And Coke. And it also <laughs> understands I am horse. <laughs> right. And then horses come up in various literature and you go like, oh, like oh. me? Oh, oh. oh weird. <laughs> I mean, and, again, uh, this is all from William Keyes. And he was a, a guy who did minstrel shows. Sure. So... There is a grade of sugar to be taken with it, but... Yeah. yeah, but there's also a couple apples, too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. How do you like them? <laughs> I like them pretty good, Aaron. <laughs> I like them pretty good. So, uh... Fairly tasty. They toured for nine years, Jesus. and then by then, uh, uh, Jim was getting a little arthritic. Dr. Bill's health was failing. Oh, God, they were both getting Lin- old. Lin- yeah. Lin- liniments. 1909, Dr. William Key died. Oh, my 1912, God. 1912, beautiful Jim died. Oh. 1911... 1912, Dr. No, no, no. The, the doctor died. 1909. Beautiful Jim lived for another three years. Jesus <sighs> Christ. Uh, and then... Uh, Nobody to talk to. Yeah. Nobody to write. Well, well, I, you know, I don't know how long... It uh, doesn't say... <laughs> the, the, through this entire story, uh, Dr. William Key's wife is mentioned twice. Uh, one, when it, she interacted the with Jim. Yeah. And the other time, when she died and was buried with them. Why won't you teach me to read? <laughs> and so, you're a woman! <laughs> no, I don't even know her name. Not, beautiful Jim's a man. <laughs> I don't know when she died. All I know is that she and Jim and Dr. William were all buried together like in a, the same plot in Shelbyville, Tennessee. Up. Oh my God. Like pharaohs. Under a monument. 
uh, in on their land under a monument that read, quote, be kind to animals. Oh, my God. And that was the end oh my of God. Jim animals. Wow. and William. That's incredible. Hey, no horseplay. Right? <laughs> well. Hard to describe, but you know it when you see it. <laughs> I like to horse around, you know? Yeah. And did Jim sire any little fillies or anything? No, it doesn't say it all. Maybe he's just a, he was he was a bookworm, you know. You Too would think you would, you would want to, you know. I mean that lineage. Yeah, you know, I mean, from uh, the most beautiful horse to the smartest. In you would think, Persia, but no, I couldn't. I didn't see anything that came said across the ocean. Yeah, brought the big brains with me. You bring Bodil, you Ensign over. <laughs> oh God! All of a sudden, you have a you know a hybrid that'll take over the world. That's a great point, Aaron. Yeah, you know, you know they make yeah. horse condoms, right? Oh, yeah. Mm. Big ones. Do they? Oh, yeah. Full of jizz. <laughs> oh, no, not, uh, not right away. <laughs> they're sold full of jizz. <laughs> yeah, what did you say? What did you say? <laughs> saying they're sold full of no, jizz? No, no, no. You put the condom on the horse, uh-huh. and, and then you jerk jizz. the horse off or have it fuck one of these fake horse vaginas. Oh, God. They fill, have that? It fills the tube oh, yeah. up with all this hot, steamy, uh, what do you say, stinky uh-huh. horse cum? <laughs> And I think that's how you described it. So they have a, like a horse flashlight kind it's of deal? Basically, yeah, and that's what they use to inseminate the other horses when they're studying them out. Good God. Yeah. Mm. It's like a get... trash can. Yeah, yeah. Yikes. Yeah, with a... It's a big yikes. Mm-hmm. Hey. And you've watched a few hours of video <laughs> of that sort of thing, have you? No? And so you're talking about your amateur porn pride? I watch nothing but amateur shit. You know that's so accurate. I'm so punk rock with You're my like, porn. Dude, I'm so underground. I just saw the fucking the news demo of fucking people yeah. fucking. It's all grainy. It's well, basically it's snuff. Check it out. Yet. <laughs> it's basically snuff. <laughs> Whatever. Snuffleupagus. Well, Matt, that was absolutely fantastic. Thank you. That was great. That was just an insane, insane time. The mm-hmm. horse who could read. Yeah. Yeah. And right. Mm-hmm. And arithmetic. And mail your letters for you. Hey. But I mean, the guy, but man. The single guy, yeah, William guy. Key. Yeah, what but... a fucking maniac. Yeah. I mean, holy shit. Yeah. And he died what year again? 1909. He was born in 1833. He went through some shit. And the horse died in 1912. Mm-hmm. That's right. What, 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 horse what, was uh, 22. What, what month, or what day? What Doesn't say. Doesn't say? Or I didn't, yeah, I didn't see it. There's a hundred feels like, you know, like after it read about the Titanic. <laughs> yeah. Just like I had a heart attack. You know oh, what I mean? I can't believe it. Yeah, I thought about all the cats on board. Oh, God. <laughs> Every man go. for himself. I can't go Follow on. the cats. Forget about the captain. Forget about the band. Do the, the cats are doing. Those dudes are losers. <laughs> Get to a plank. <laughs> Stay there. <laughs> Follow Leonardo DiCaprio. Stubby's manning the torpedo. <laughs> oh, God. That was fun, fellas. That huh? was. That How was about fun. them animals? How about yeah. if, you know what? Sometimes you find a little bit of humanity. And eccentricity. In the animal kingdom. Wow, yeah. That's exactly right. Yeah. We could all use a little more animal humanity, I think. Yeah, I think, you know, these guys would have been like, they would have really soared if we never, you know, put human civilization around their necks. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, your, your chicken didn't even have a neck. 
Oh, it had, it had was a just neck. a neck. It had a neck. Yeah, yeah. he's yeah. largely neck. Yeah. Yeah. Mostly yeah. a largely, neck. Largely, largely neck. Largely neck. <laughs> well, I'm largely neck these days. Uh, <laughs> how do my feathers look? Because uh, <laughs> I can't see shit. <laughs> I don't want to embarrass myself. Uh, you know, you got to look the part, and uh, you know the head gets carried around with me. So you know, <laughs> did he put it on like a mask? No, he would carry the head around next Here's to the my chicken. Head. Yeah. And he would be like, whoa, it's down here now. He would do, yeah, he would carry the head Got around. your nose. Yeah, whoa. <laughs> oh, my face. God. That's so fucked up. Yeah, it's really embarrassing, but luckily the chicken couldn't see it. <laughs> or, you know or what I mean? Or hear it. Or... Well, no, it had one ear, so it could hear it. In one yeah. mono. Yeah. <laughs> it just, <laughs> just, hear it. It just left. I wish I could hear the humiliation. <laughs> in 5.1. <laughs> <laughs> wow, it sounds like I'm a real mess. Wow, it sounds like I'm really here. I complain, but I just probably barf up my breakfast. <laughs> Jesus Christ, what a nightmare. <sighs> Fellas, yep. really enjoyed that. That's a, it yep. great, Matt. Thank you. Nice. Yeah, that oh, was yeah. that was really that was really stuff. I guess stuff. I like that one. Pretty good. Um, I'm gonna say goodnight. My name is John Fahey. My name is Aaron Joseph Pita. Remember so. Good night, everybody. We love you. Good night. Star Audio, a podcast, <clears throat> a podcast network.